All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The most I put it on my spirit to speak on the mark of the beast. Many people are aware of this concept and what it means and how it'll alter and affect everyone worldwide. Whereas Many people may never have heard of this term, this concept, the mark of the beast. Many people are unaware of how it'll alter and affect everyone worldwide. Regardless of whether you take the mark of the beast or not, it still is going to affect you because this is the era of the new world order agenda that we're in. As we've continued to grow in righteousness each episode, it is vital that we always view things through the lens of righteousness. It is vital for us to be aware of our captivity in Babylon. It is vital for us to understand who our enemies are and how they're all connected. All of our systems in Babylon were created and established before we were even born. All of our systems in Babylon were created and established in order to destroy each and every single one of us. From our education systems, our financial systems, our government systems, our healthcare systems, and our religious systems, all of which were created in order to lead us astray. You see, when you begin to come into the truth of the Most High, the cloud dissipates, it disappears. That cloudiness that you once lived through and sifted through begins to disappear and you see things for how they are and you see that these are all systems of distraction. These weren't systems created by the Most High, the Creator, the only God. They, they, these weren't created by the Most High. These were created by man. They were created in order to turn us into idol worshipers who would eventually forsake and rebel against the Most High, Creator. Right now, at this point in history, we are at a point of no return. You know, many truthers are going to say, oh, We can all band together. We can change this. We can bring them down. No. Because this is all judgment. This is all prophecy. All of this is going to happen, and there's no stopping the New World Order agenda. It's too far gone. 
So we are truly at a point of no return. There will be no return to normalcy, which the vast majority of people are praying and waiting on. The vast majority of people are still complying with everything they're instructed to do in order to quote unquote return to normal. And the concept is so ridiculous at this point that the righteous are becoming more and more aware of who is too far gone. You see, it was one thing when they mandated a mask to cut off your circulation, to destroy your respiratory and your brain cognitive functions and your destroy your organs. When we started seeing people wearing these masks in droves, that was the first sign for me. That helped us determine who was on the wrong path, who was on the path to destruction, who was being led to slaughter. You even had people who were quote-unquote truthers who put the muzzle on, but then would still talk about how the government was corrupt, the government was this, but they still believed in the hoax. You know, at this point, if you are still wrapped up in this fake pandemic and are listening to your idols, then your life is on the line. And in most cases, your life is over for those who have taken the mark of the beast. I'm not going to sit here and say that everybody took it, because I don't know. I'm not the most high. Because everything will come down to the judgments that the most high will have on both the righteous and both the wicked. We all will be judged. So I'm not going to sit here and say I know definitively what's going to happen. Many have already taken the mark of the beast, which is the COVID-19 vaccine. Do not let them lie to you and say, oh, they're all different. The Johnson and Johnson and the Pfizer and the Moderna and the AstraZeneca, they're all different. No, 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 no. They're all the same poison potion. All of them. And they've all been ready for quite some time. I mean, when you start asking common sense questions and using discernment, you'll ask yourself, how do they have so much of this so quickly? It's because it's already been here. They've already been using you as a guinea pig on vaccines for, what, 150 years? I mean, starting with, what, smallpox, polio, influenza, chickenpox, malaria, any, anything. They've been, they've been poking and prodding at us for how long? So the damage has already been done. Many people are in their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and all of these toxins in these concoctions, in these liquid poisons have caught up to the point where people have lost cognitive function, where people have lost their ability to concentrate. People have lost touch with reality. So it's... It's, it's very eye-opening to see where people's minds are because I know for a fact the only reason that I'm able to think clearly is because of the Most High. That I used common sense and discernment when I was 18. When I The last time I ever took a vaccine was a flu vaccine when I was 18. Right now I'm 31, going on 32 this year. And so I remember 12, 13 years ago, going on 14 years ago, how it made me feel and how it made me so sick. And I was healthy, I worked out. I was in shape. This was even before I stopped eating meat. This was years before I stopped eating meat, but at least I was in shape. I was very active. 
hit the gym five days a week. But I, re- I still remember how that stuck with me and how that made me feel. And that was a sign from the Most High to stop. And I listened to that sign. You know, even over the years, I would have family members telling me, because my whole family basically is a nurse, and they'd say, you need to go get the flu shot. And you, need to, uh, you need to go this and do this. And I, I would pretend to listen to them. In most cases, I would even tell them, no, I'm not going to take it. Which would just upset quite a few of them. And looking back, before I even knew what I knew, this was just their predictive programming. This was just their brainwashing kicked in. This was just them regurgitating what they were taught by a professor or what they saw in a textbook or what their manager or supervisor were telling them to do. I've already done multiple episodes on bio vaccines. We, we already put the nails in the coffin on the discussion of vaccines. It's, it's, it's irrefutable. It's undeniable that vaccines are wicked and they're vile. No one can tell me differently. So the mark of the beast is going to be the one that ultimately changes the course of history. Because when you really look into it, you realize that it's not even a vaccine. It's gene therapy. It's new technology that has never been used on the humans. I mean, that's what they tell you. Maybe they've already used it before. You don't know. But what we know, at least, is that it's not something that we've ever seen. And they admit it. If you do a little bit of research, you'd see that this has not even been approved by your FDA. The Idol Worshippers FDA hasn't even approved it. The Food and Drug Administration. It's just been approved for emergency use, but yet people are okay with being guinea pigs. Normally healthy people or people who may not be as healthy are okay with being guinea pigs. You even have women who are pregnant taking this vaccine, this guinea pig vaccine. We are going to do a deep dive into the truth about the mark of the beast. We are going to do a deep dive into what to expect in the days, weeks, months, and years ahead. We are going to view things through the lens of righteousness so that we are able to connect the dots and break everything down. We are going to use common sense and discernment to connect the dots to this entire fake pandemic. It's fake. Many of you have listened to the episodes on the pandemic, pandemic folly, vile vaccines, even propaganda. You see, and even the New World Order agenda, many of you are able to connect the dots already. But this mark of the beast is basically the cherry on top for what the elites want to do to usher in the New World Order agenda. And one thing to note is we aren't going to approach this topic through the evil lens of Christianity or any type of religion. The narrow path of the righteous speaks solely from the lens of righteousness. Most High isn't about religion. We already know that. I'm simply going to discuss the topic of the Mark of the Beast to bring to light how intertwined the New Testament script is to what is occurring right before our eyes. I mean, those who know Gematria know the New Testament is coded and this is a complete copy and paste from the Old Testament if you are truly seeking the most high you will recognize that even the Old Testament the Torah Tanakh have been defiled by these Nephilim beasts and these nations such as the Canaanites the Chaldeans the Edomites 
the Hamites, and many other nations, such as the Moabites and even Israelites. The nations work together against the children of the Most High, and the children of the Most High come in all shades. The children of the Most High are simply those who seek righteousness. The children of the Most High are simply those who follow the instructions of the Most High. The children of the Most High are constantly seeking truth through investigating, through research, and through questioning whatever we receive from a man-made system or any type of system. The Most High is our only teacher. The Most High is our only salvation. No man. We look only to the Most High. We don't look to man to quote-unquote save us. We are wise enough to use common sense and discernment to see through all of the gimmicks of, in Babylon. And, you know, we're all at different places in our walk. It's not like everybody has all the answers. That's the importance of sharing. That's the importance of studying. That's the importance of praying to the Most High to be your teacher. If you have a question and you want to know something, pray to the Most High for that. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Not man. If you learn something from somebody, go check it out for yourself. Just to check. You don't just run with something. Many of us have been duped and lied to even when we found out the lies of Christianity and the lies of religion and the lies of Christ and Yeshua and all these wicked deities and demigods. Many of us still were using other names for the Most High. We were still running with Egyptian and Kemet type of names for these gods. And many people stopped there. Many people, once they found out the name of the Most High was incorrect or tainted, they got upset and turned away from it, or they, they were so stubborn that they stuck with it. You know, that's why I give so much respect to the brother Edgar, the brother Surf Only the Creator, Paul Davis, the Sword of Dawood, brothers like these who are willing to question everything, Yalak Emmet as well, that are willing to investigate, regardless of what man says, regardless of whether man gets upset with them and leaves unsubscribes from them stops listening to them it does they don't care they just care about the truth and that's what we have to break down that's how the narrow the path of the righteous is created you know the righteous we know what to do and what to expect in the days weeks months and years ahead in babylon we know what's happening and like i've said we've basically as a collective have been turned into obedient towns as a collective, we've view, we're viewed as animals in the eyes of the wicked elites. As a collective, we're viewed as dogs on a leash who must continue to showcase their loyalty to this Babylonian beast, this Nephilim world system. The vast majority of the masses have become the guard dogs of Babylon. They bark when they see someone off a leash. They roll over when their wicked elites tell them to roll over. They heal when they're told to heal. They also are fine with being locked down in their cage when their idol-worshipping masters tell them to stay inside, don't leave. Stay put, stay. And they just wag their tail in admiration. These individuals are not only muzzled, but they become caged in and the vast majority of them have already taken the mark of the beast. They have no identity anymore. They're a part of the herd mentality. They've been brainwashed into harming themselves. 
They've been brainwashed into harming their family, their children. They've been brainwashed into attacking those who use their brain to exercise common sense, discernment, reason, and logic. Like I've said in previous episodes, and after listening to one of the mag's videos, made a very good point. The brother made a very good point about it's time to start holding these people accountable and start blaming them for where we are in this world. And that's 100% facts, 100% facts, 100% truth. We would never have had a pandemic if the people just had common sense and discernment, if the people actually followed the most high and turned away from wickedness, this never could have happened. And the elites know it. That's why when you comply, you die. That's why when you choose your size side by exercising free will and you choose wickedness, you continue to fall into a pit, into a sinking pit, into quicksand. Things will never get better. And even from their script, from Revelation chapter 16 and 17, they had mentioned, and I don't read the New Testament whatsoever. I never will read the New Testament. I don't, I don't co-sign these, these books. I don't co-sign Ephesians or Colossians or any of these books. Revelations, Titus, Romans. You know, the names already give everything away. You should already know after reading this that there's no connection to the New Testament and the Old Testament at all. So according to their script, because we know it's a script through gematria, we know by studying the, their, their, their code that everything's tied together, it states, also it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slaves, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is the name of the beast or the number of its name. And you know what stands out to me is many people who claim to be Christians, who claim to believe in God, and I have them in my family, don't even know the script. Because you know what they depended on? This all these years, their whole life, they depending on their pastor, their preacher, their priest, their pope, to, to teach, to read to them like their children, like it's a bedtime story. They just depend on them. And, the, and those pastors, those preachers, those priests, their popes cherry pick scripture. They don't, they're not going to get into Deuteronomy chapter 28. They're not going to get into the book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel, or any of the latter prophets. They're not going to get into that. They're going to stick you completely in the New Testament. They might, they might read some from Genesis. They might read a little bit from, you know, Proverbs or Psalm, you know, books that you know, they can kind of tiptoe and tap dance around, right? Books that they can kind of use to their advantage to create their agenda and their story. That's how they're going to do it. They're not going to get into the nitty gritty. They're not going to get into the Leviticus laws. Are you kidding me? They're not going to go over the commandments. And if they do, they're going to graze over them. So to me, it's just been super eye-opening as of late when I have family members who claim to be Christian but don't even recognize what's in front of them, like real talk. I have family members that have already taken the mark of the beast telling me that I need to repent and I need to give my life to Jesus, Yeshua, all of this, and that, that they hope that that deity has mercy on my soul. And I'm like, are you serious? Did you not read your own book? Your, your savior told you not to take the mark of the beast. 
What have they been telling you in the media? Vaccine passports. What have they been telling you? What have they been showing you? Oh, you can't enter the store without this muzzle. What have we been telling you what this is going to lead to? This muzzle. These lockdowns. And all of these people have been okay with it. In fact, most of them are muzzled. Most Christians and people in religion are wearing masks, are wearing the muzzle, are compliant, are staying at home, are avoiding going places because they're scared to death. You see, you see what your God leads you to, what your God does for you. Your God makes you scared. Your God doesn't save you. I thought he died for you, and then he just went away. He, he went on vacation. He put up a do not disturb sign for eternity. Where is he? Where is your God, Jesus? Where is your God, Allah, Buddha, Muhammad? And you know, these Christians will be the ones that claim that you're in religion because you follow the Most High, because you actually just read the word and you follow the instructions. You don't busy yourself with the stories. Like they love to just talk about the stories all day, just the stories, the stories. That's all they can memorize are the stories made by man. But when you give them scripture, they'll say, oh, you're reading that out of out of context. Or they'll they'll flee. Better yet, they'll flee. I have family members who are so cowardly. I have a family member in particular who's so cowardly. When I give them scripture, when I give the individual scripture, they never come back with anything. They flee each and every single time because that's how they are. They're not real. They're not, they're not genuine. They're not consistent. So to me, it's just eye-opening that all of these signs in the world, the media, where they're telling you, oh, we need to have herd, herd immunity. What do you think that means? That means that everybody needs to get vaccinated. To buy or sell, to go do anything, to get back to normal. They're telling you that. So how do you not see that that's that mark of the beast right in your face? And there are Christians. There's a good amount of Christians who see it. You know, they still see it, but these are the ones that still believe in their government. They still believe that they can power to the people, that they can get everybody together. Or or they're so naive that they think that just they can sit back and wait for Jesus to save them. You know, it's a mess out here. It's really a mess. Who is the most powerful doctor in the world? My woman had asked me this open-ended question recently. And my first guess was Bill Gates. Right off rip. I was like, Bill Gates? I kind of gave her a look. I'm like, where are you going with this? She told me to Google it. And then I guessed Dr. Anthony Fauci <laughs> as my second guess. And of course, my first guess was correct. I was right on the nose. She told me she had found a Twitter post about this. And she looked it up herself. Lo and behold, Gates' name was the first search result. And I'm not going to go too deep into that. Maybe that's just because a lot of people had mentioned it and became a trending topic. But there are articles that mentioned Gates being deemed by certain articles or certain polls that he was the most powerful doctor in the world, really. No doctorate, hasn't performed any surgeries, nothing, but is the most powerful doctor in the world. And there you go. I remember vividly having a conversation with some old co-workers maybe four or five years ago about Bill Gates and how they just love Bill Gates. And they, they, they literally were supporting Bill Gates. And I was telling them about all the trials that Bill Gates had in India and Africa about vaccines. And these dudes straight up supported this evil man. I was like, so why does he care so much about your health? But he's got all this money in the world and he can stop world hunger. But all of a sudden he's telling you a vaccine's going to save you? Like, this doesn't sound right. This was years ago this was 
more than likely before his TED talk. I don't remember even hearing about the TED talk until I started hearing about the, the pandemic. So this was years ago. And these guys literally were trying to attack me, trying to make me feel stupid. And then lo and behold, this little, this little billy goat comes about nowhere and pops his head on the scene. And there's the face of this entire pandemic somehow. You know why? Because people are idol worshipers and they love money. They love power. They love wealth. That to them is somebody worth listening to. Not somebody who's righteous. Not somebody who's telling them the truth because they like things that make them feel good. They like the idea of somebody saving them that's rich. Someone who's a philanthropist, right? He's doing philanthropy for the world, right? Him and his husband, Melinda, for those that know, or just flying around the world, you know, giving hundreds of millions of dollars to research, right? (laughs) Billions of dollars invested, right? Investing in Monsanto, the WHO, giving, you know, giving donations to the WHO and the CDC, you, you people don't even connect the dots that this guy is, is just a, is a, a Nephilim wicked individual who's going to depopulate you. And the mark of the beast is really in his hands because, right, he is the world's most powerful doctor, right? So there you go. There's your idol right on the scene, right out in the open. But nobody's going to connect the dots. So let's get into it. According to the political.eu article entitled, Meet the world's most powerful doctor, Bill Gates, written by Natalie Hewitt and Carmen Pond, published on May 4th, 2017. This was back years ago, even. Some billionaires are satisfied with buying themselves an island. Bill Gates got a United Nations health agency in Geneva. Over the past decade, the world's richest man has become the World Health Organization's second biggest donor second only to the United States and just above the United Kingdom. This large East gives him outsized influence over its agenda, one that could grow as the US and the UK threaten to cut funding if the agency doesn't make a better investment case. The result, say his critics, is that Gates' priorities have become the World Health Organizations, rather than focusing on strengthening healthcare in poor countries. That would help, in their view, to contain future outbreaks like the Ebola epidemic. The agency spends a disproportionate amount of its resources on projects with the measurable outcomes Gates prefers, such as their effort to eradicate polio. Concerns about the software billionaire sway Roughly a quarter of the World Health Organization's budget goes towards polio eradication, which has led to an effort to rein him in, but he remains a force to be reckoned with. As WHO prepares to elect one of three finalists to lead the organization, all of the candidates are going to have to alley with him in some way, said Sophie Harmon, Associate Professor of International Policies at Queen Mary University of London. You can't ignore him. (laughs) Evidence of Gates' unprecedented influence abounds in ways subtle and showy. Already a decade ago, when Gates started throwing money into malaria eradication, top officials, including the chief of the World Health Organization, 
malaria program raised concerns that the foundation was distorting research priorities. The term often used was monopolistic philanthropy, the idea that Gates was taking his approach to computers and applying it to the Gates Foundation, set a source close to the WHO board. The billionaire was the first private individual to keynote the World Health Organization's General Assembly of member countries. And academics have coined a term for his sway in global health, the bill chill. Few people dare to openly criticize what he does. Most of 16 people interviewed on the topic would only do so on the condition of anonymity. He is treated like a head of state, not only at the World Health Organization, but also at G2O, a Geneva-based NGO representative said, calling Gates one of the most influential men in global health. The member country delegates Politico spoke to, spoke to, did not voice particular concern over Gates' influence and were confident he is well-intentioned. However, his sway has NGOs and academics worried. Some health advocates fear that because the Gates Foundation's money comes from investments in big business, it could serve as a Trojan horse for corporate interests to undermine the World Health Organization's role in setting standards and shaping health policies. So before we continue on with the article, we got to take a step back and look at this from the angle of righteousness. This article is back in 2017. And Gates had already had, what, a decade in of putting money into vaccines. So what has the foundation really been up to? What have they really been planning for? They really care about your health that much? A man you don't know. You're going to put the trust in somebody you don't know, that you've never met, that you can't even relate to with your life. Others simply fear the UN body relies too much on Gates' money and that the entrepreneur could one day change his mind and move it elsewhere. Gates and his foundation team have heard the criticism, but they are convinced that the impact of their work and money is positive. It's always a fair question to ask whether a large philanthropy has a disproportionate influence, said Brian Callan, Deputy Director for Executive Engagement at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. When it comes to the priorities that the foundation has identified and that we choose to invest in, we hope that we are helping to create an enabling environment, he said. Steve Landry, the Gates Foundation Director, of multilateral partnerships said the foundation provides significant funds to program teams that then decide how to use them best. Yeah, of course they're going to come and do damage control when people speak up, and that's the problem. When people knew something was wrong, when he started getting his little his little grimy 
slimy little clammy hands in the WHO, which we all know are all interconnected anyway, but when he started doing that, no one spoke up out of fear. Strings attached. The Gates Foundation has pumped more than $2.4 billion into the World Health Organization since 2000. As countries have grown reluctant to put more, more of their own money into the agency, especially after the 2008 global financial crisis. Dues paid by member states now account for less than a quarter of the World Health Organization's 4.5 benelial budget. The rest comes from what governments, Gates and other foundations and companies volunteer to chip in. Since these funds are usually earmarked for specific projects or disease, w the World Health Organization can't freely decide how to use them. So out of the 4.5, you know, budget, Gates, 4.5 billion, Gates was given, what, 2.4? And he donated that since 2000, and this article came out in 2017, so obviously that's risen. Polio eradication is by far the WHO's best-funded program, with at least $6 billion allocated to it between 2013 and 2019, in great part because around 60% of the Gates Foundation's contributions are earmarked for the course, for the cause. Gates wants tangible results, and wiping out a crippling disease like polio would be one. But the focus on polio has effectively left the WHO begging for funding for other programs, particularly to prop up poor countries' health systems before the next epidemic hits. And you know how they notice how they say before the next epidemic hits, and this was in 2017. This was after Gates had already gone on TED Talk talking about the next pandemic. The Ebola, the Ebola, Ebola crisis in 2017, which killed 11,000 people in West Africa, was a particularly bruising experience for the WHO. An emergency program drawn up in the wake of the epidemic has so far received just around 60% of the $485 million needed for 2016-17. Outgoing World Health Organization boss Margaret Chan has also had to scale back her attempt to get countries to increase mandatory contributions for the first time in a decade. Chan initially hoped for a 10% hike, but the WHO will end up asking for just 3% more this month after some countries objected. That makes the Gates Foundation input all the more important. They come with the checkbook. And with smart ideas, said Lori Garrett, a senior fellow for global health at the Council on Foreign Relations. Most of the Gates Foundation's influence in the World Health Organization is very discreet, she said, adding that it can also decide to take initiatives outside of the organization, as it did with Gavi, which helps the poorest countries buy vaccines in bulk at a discount, or with the recently launched Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, an alliance to develop vaccines for emerging infectious disease diseases. But the foundation's focus on delivering vaccines and medicines rather than on building resilient health systems has drawn criticism. And some NGOs worry it may be too close to the industry. And that's exactly what it is. The focus is just vaccines, not health. They've never cared about your health. They just want you vaccinated. I mean, 
when we talked in the episode Lockdown, we talked about all the gyms that closed, right? When have you ever been able to turn on the TV for them to say, hey, you should start getting outside, you know, working out two to five days a week, getting vitamin D, getting sunshine, eating a balanced diet. When have they ever said that during this pandemic? Show me any news cast, any news channel that has ever even alluded to that without trying to sell you something. Oh, well, you need to take your vitamins. Oh, well, we still suggest that you take vaccines with working. No, you know what I mean? It's never about the health. And all these billions of dollars that we've pumped into these quote-unquote diseases, which we know are lab-made, why are they not fixed yet? Why is cancer still around? Why are all these things that are naturally fixed from a holistic perspective not fixed? In January, 30 health advocacy groups penned up an open letter to the WHO's executive board protesting against making the Gates Foundation an official partner of the agency because its revenue comes from investments in companies that are at odds with public health goods, such as Coca-Cola. Exactly. This man has his hands in literally everything. If you go, if you just follow the money, the fact that he is a part of Monsanto should already be the biggest red flag to anyone. When Monsanto, they got kicked out of countries where they no longer take their GMO seeds. And then Gates owns the the most farmland in the United States now? Come on, people. Stop being stupid. It's right in front of you. They're telling you what they're doing and what they're planning to do to you. The Gates Foundation says it operates as a separate entity from the trust, thanks to strict firewall, and that it remains independent from its investments, which strictly exists exclude the tobacco alcohol and arms industries okay so they're admitting to you that they're in tobacco alcohol and arms not only that gmo seeds and foods which we know cause cancer so how are you trying to fight diseases if you promote them last time i checked tobacco alcohol both kill people they create cancers they create death they create heart disease they create stroke they create a plethora of many things outrageous I mean how can you say that this man doesn't have free will when he's literally doing whatever he wants he literally has his hands in everything if you just connect the dots and people just seemingly don't care you know he's rich I don't know dude it, that's that's kind of a conspiracy right that's that's most people oh that's from the internet they know they don't look into anything when the information's out there you can go look it up on their websites you can go look it up they're not hiding anything at this point according to the state of the nation article entitled worldwide medical tyranny in finland under covid19 regulations written by dr ariana love published on march 15th 2021 high treason has occurred in finland and the majority of other nations worldwide with the introduction of event 201 coronavirus pandemic preparedness exercise initiated by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, Johns Hopkins University, and more. And remember, we just spoke on Bill and Melinda Gates' contributions to the World Health Organization and how they projected the next pandemic 
the next set of diseases people are gonna be like oh that's just a coincidence they they're just they're really just knowledgeable dude bill gates and his husband do not even have doctorate degrees they haven't solved anything there's nothing that's ever been eradicated by this medicine by their vaccines cancer still on the rise it's still everywhere people are dying from it in droves disease is still everywhere so what are they really doing according to the article juha sipilia invited the covid19 depopulation program into finland through vaccinations and if you aren't aware and they mentioned 5g i'm not i don't I haven't done much research on that but i wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of connection because we already know that once that vaccine's in you they can they can basically track you and that's the truth. That's out in the open. And we're going to get deeper into that throughout the podcast. Because people are going to be like, oh, that's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. Okay. You can go roll the dice with your life. According to the article, if you aren't aware, 5G technology is classified as a U.S. military-grade biological weapon system. The extermination program in UN Agenda 21 and UN Agenda 2030 for worldwide depopulation. If these terms are new to you, I recommend following Rosa Kayor, who is a leading expert on Agenda 21. I also recommend following Deborah Tavares at StopTheCrime.org and listen to her interview with Trevor Coppola about the NASA war document on depopulation. Corporate media abandons abandoned their journalist integrity after 9-11 to sell us weapons of mass destruction that never existed. That lie enabled the U.S. government to invade the Middle East and commit war crime atrocities for the last 18 years, decimating entire nations. Now the chickens have come home to roost, to roost on our doorsteps as Western nations, along with the entire world, are facing genetic slavery and extinction. Corporate mainstream media is hiding the truth from us while colluding with Agenda 21. Even in Finland, corporate media is damaging the sense of the reality of people who blindly trust what the news is telling them without doing their own research. We're being told that COVID-19 vaccines are going to save us from coronavirus while not being informed about the deadly side effects of big pharma biotech injections. Lockdowns kill. A SAGE document from March 2020 exposes how the corrupt mainstream media is indoctrinating the masses to gain public consent for lockdown, using psychological warfare tactics to control people by invoking irrational fears. Under an illusionary, illusory spell, a panicked individual cannot think clearly or make wise decisions. First they fool you, then they rule you. The lockdowns have killed millions of people which is many times greater a loss of life than those who died from coronavirus governments know lockdowns kill the joke is on us if we are too stupid to see through the illusion and you know i credit the author but let's just be honest there's no such thing as this virus it's it's gonna be the vaccines are the killer been saying it from the whole entire time but they're on point with the lockdowns and everything that's going on John Hopkins University states on their website that coronavirus is nothing more than the natural seasonal flu. And that's what I've been asking people. 
to be like, oh, I think I have the coronavirus. I, I think I have, uh, like freaking out. I'm like, I'm like, do you, you mean you have a cold? They're like, no. I'm like, well, what do you have? Well, I got a runny nose. I lost my taste. I lost my sense of smell. I, I feel like, you know, my body aches and chills. I'm like, that sounds like the flu, dude. No, but this is di- like, how is this different? If this would have been 2019, you would have said I had the flu. You would have taken some medicine, drank some tea with ginger in it, and, and slept and drank water like we all do. At least the one, like, oh, come on, people. Please let this this sink in. Mainstream media fear porn and pseudoscience are being shoved down our throats to the extent that people are muzzling their children's faces and depriving themselves of oxygen while begging for lethal injections. A giant study in December 2020 thoroughly debunked the concept of asymptomatic transmission. Haas Hong University of Science and Technology in Wuhan and highly respected scientific institutions in the UK and Australia did nucleic acid screenings on nearly 10 million people. There is no such thing as asymptomatic transmission of coronaviruses. Once again, the joke is on us. And that's what I've told my family. I literally have told my family there's no such thing as asymptomatic. How does that even make sense? If you're not even displaying the signs of having a cold, how can you tell me I have a cold? Like, your body gets rid of toxins through a runny nose, through a cough, through sneezing. This is just very basic physiology of the body. This is basic anatomy of what happens to you when you get sick. Your body flushes it, right? Some people flush it in worse ways by puking, by vomiting, by having diarrhea. Like, your body has to get rid of it. Some people sweat. Some people sweat it out. So like when I was when I've had family members argue with me tooth and nail and be like, no, asymptomatic's real. I'm like, how does that even make sense? How can you tell me that I'm sick and my body's not? I don't have a runny nose. I don't have a cough. I don't have chills. I'm not sweating. I'm not throwing up. I'm not going to the toilet. So I mean, really, the joke is on us. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy at this point. And that's been debunked, but no one's going to go look that up because they didn't see it on TV, right? According to the article, the asymptomatic transmission lie was the main driver for lockdowns and social distancing. Social isolation is a CIA torture tactic designed to weaken the enemy. Pfizer's own chairman has confirmed that their COVID vaccine vaccines do not prevent coronavirus transmission after inoculation. In fact, evidence proves the injections are maiming people and causing overwhelming deaths, so why risk your life taking them? Bill Gates and eugenicist. Multi-billionaire Bill Gates is a known eugenicist along with his father. First, Gates was spreading computer viruses with Microsoft, and now he's injecting lab-generated viruses into healthy people and genetically modifying humans. He wants the entire world population injected with his biotechnology. Gates owns the artificial coronavirus patent US 722285B1 from May 22nd, 2007 and US patent 2017-02164278AI from August 3rd, 2017. So this guy's got you guys patented. You are owned by these people now if you take that vaccine you take the mark of the beast you are owned they have a patent on you and you are now property you're not property of the most high you are property 
of the WHO, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, the FDA, the CDC, whatever they want you to tell you to do, you're a property now. Gates is funding the World Health Organization, who's leading event to event or who who's leading event 201 with fake science. Gates has ownership in the biotech vaccine industry and he's profiting exponentially in the hundreds of billions with the COVID agenda. A secret billionaire club has been meeting for years, planning how to use their wealth to minimize the world's population. Many of the names you will recognize. The eugenicists do their dirty planning under the guise of philanthropy. Ted Turner has gone on record stating a total world population of 250 to 300 million people, a 95% decline from present levels would be ideal. In a recent interview, Gates referred to the experimental COVID connections as as a final solution for humanity. Does this remind you of something? The final solution was Hitler's song, a term used for the planned systemic genocide, not only on the European continent, but the whole world too. History is repeating. Never again for anyone is now the new normal for everyone. Israel is leading all nations in this COVID-19 genocide. A recent leaked video reveals that the Israeli authorities are staging fake videos to make the public believe people are dying from coronavirus in order to frighten them into taking lethal injections. The same trickery is being used by corrupt media worldwide. The actual deaths are coming from the forced biotech injections. Death rates have skyrocketed in, in, in Israel following Pfizer's experimental COVID injections. The Israeli authorities are censoring the media with a complete blackout on what's taken place there. Independent citizen reports from Israel reveal that children as young as 16 years old are required to get experimental COVID injections or there are severe penalties for refusing. The population is being segregated in what's been termed a medical apartheid. The new model, Green Card, allows travel and convenience only for vaccinated individuals. Medical records are being breached by the authorities to track who's been injected and who hasn't. People are either forced to quarantine or wear biometric bracelets after travel. The Israeli military is also going door-to-door, forcing injections on the population. This is a new holocaust. Hayim, Yativ, and Dr. Silgman had said... And you know, you know, the righteous, the ones who know, know that the Holocaust is just a ploy to take an identity of certain people. You know, we've spoken about that many times. But what really stands out to me is that they're now making it like these people are victims once again. You see what I'm saying? How do you even know that they're even being injected? If anything, those people probably aren't being injected, but they're showing you what they're gonna do to the rest of the world. You gotta peep how your enemy works very calculated very cunning with no medical degree bill gates intention to depopulate the world through vaccinations is a psychotic wet dream which he confesses to to. in a ted talk in 2010 gates said that population reduction is necessary because people are breathing too much oxygen isn't it interesting that people are now muzzling their faces masks are scientifically proven to cause brain hype Hypfixia, permanent brain damage, bacterial lung infections, and cancer. They increase the risk of contracting all pathogens, weaken your immune system, and cause premature death. In the inter- interview below, Gates admits 
that the that amidst the new vaccines contain genetically modified organisms, GMO. Gates gleefully describes how artificial RNA is being shot straight into the veins of our children. And go look up the video. Literally said that and smiled at Melinda. They smiled at each other. The fact checkers were all over this, telling us this was taken out of context. And of course, Bill Gates didn't really mean that he's injecting GMO into little kids. So why would you say it? But that's exactly what he said. And it's precisely what he's doing. Who, who funds the fact checkers anyway? Bill Gates and George Soros do. Children are not at risk of contracting coronavirus. So why are they being used as guinea pigs in this dangerous medical experiment? Fake news reports like the one below prove there's an agenda to slowly suffocate our children. And Dr. Yaviz Ogor explains that children need three times the amount of oxygen as adults. So, yeah, keep muzzling up your child. You're killing them. Firstly, you need to know that COVID biotech injections have not been approved by any government. They are authorized through emergency user acts. Under the Emergency Act, Big Pharma is also is under no obligation to disclose its COVID ingredients to the public. Also, you need to know that if you are damaged from the injection, Pfizer and the entire biotech industry are protected against all lawsuits and liability, meaning you cannot sue them for compensation. Now, I am no expert in biology, virology, or genetics. I am simply, um, I, I am a simple holistic doctor, but I will do my best to explain the ingredients that we do know about in the COVID vaccination program. This is a worldwide medical experiment using synthetic mRNA, something that has never been tried or tested on humans before. Synthetic mRNA is being inserted directly into people's cells with a nanotechnology delivery system. Nanites and polymer chains, hydrogel. Nanites are nano-sized medical devices programmed to deliver the chemical and synthetic pathogens which are being directly inserted into your cells, bypassing immune response. The pathogens are the disease. If there's any question, a synthetic lab-generated coronavirus is being injected into your body, it's the very same patented and weaponized coronavirus owned by Bill Gates who's profiting from this human experiment. The corona that people are terrified of is the vaccine. Kill Gates' final solution. And that's what I'm saying about the, the mark of the beast. Never before have we seen wickedness on display like this out in the open. They don't care. They've shown you their cards. It's up to you to care. If you're not too far gone. Dr. Kerry Maji explains in more de detail about hydrogel and nanites giving an urgent warning to humanity about gra the grave dangers of this experiment. Health Ranger from Natural News explains in this powerful two-minute two minute video clip how nanites are causing inflammation and severe adverse reactions. I stress, these medical devices have never been tested on humans before. Luciferase, patent WO2020060606, which we know 666 is the mark of the beast, is being dubbed the mark of the beast. It uses an enzyme along with biohacking technologies to cause your body to produce an artificial protein so you can be tracked 24-7 from within your body. 
So why did they put up those 5G towers, ladies and gentlemen? The ones who like to laugh and call it, oh, conspiracy theories. Oh, they're, they're so funny. Okay, there you go. Go look up that patent, Luciferase. Also owned by Bill Gates. Here's what Microsoft has to say about Luciferase. So, so Bill Gates owns that patent, Luciferase, and all the other patents I just talked about. This is what Microsoft has to say about Luciferase. Chitosan encapsulated quantum dots, CSQ dots, exhibit fascinating optical properties and can effectively deliver genes into cells in a visualized process by using CQ dots as gene carrier specific hepatocellular carcinoma HCC expressed firefly luciferase genes were transferred transfected into HCC cells for hepatoma bioluminescence imaging the results obtained in this study show that nanocarrier CSQ dots can be excited by the luciferase coded in the genes delivered into the cells. The maximum emission wavelength of the bioluminescence red shifted from 560 nm to 630 nm. The excitation of CSQ dots by bioluminescence occurs at the macroscopic scale and is independent of covalent bond. The luciferase gene-loaded CSQ dots can act as wavelength tunable self-illuminating proms, thus holding potential for improved tumor optical molecular imaging. <laughs> so you're going to trust that? Do you even know what any of that means with what they just told you? By using CSQ dots in gene carriers, specific HEPA to cellular carcinoma, HCC. I mean, people are going to believe that and trust in that and then call you crazy for being skeptical. Like, if you don't even know what they're talking about, why would you ever jump on board? Under the guise of fighting tumors, this biotechn is being used to force your body to produce bioluminescence, making it possible for governments to track you. CEO Johnson & Johnson, Oxford, and AstraZeneca use adenovirus transfection while Pfizer and Moderna use mRNA transfection. Transfection means a foreign RNA is being inserted into your cells. This is also causing adverse reactions. Johnson & Johnson just announced it's going to start injecting the COVID poison into infants. Nothing is sacred anymore. They are recording the human genome, recoding the human genome of our babies in infancy. Every one of the medical professionals and experts who came forward to expose the dangers of big pharma COVID-19 biotech experiment are being censored across big tech platforms. Quite a few experts have blown the whistle revealing evidence of a massive pandemic fraud and that the mRNA COVID injections are not vaccines at all because they do not induce an immune response. They bypass it. There are very strict requirements for labeling a vaccine. Only governments and media are calling the COVID injections a vaccine because they know that if they keep repeating the lie long enough, people will believe it. Mass media, mind control, and the irrational fear of a deadly virus are enough to damage people's ability to critically think and make wise decisions. These are warfare tactics used by the government to confuse the enemy, which is us, and make us more vulnerable to attack.
And that's facts. Recently, I had a conversation with a family member who told me that they took the vaccine months ago after I, I had spoken with them and they told me they wouldn't take the vaccine. They even said, oh, I doubt my work, place of work is going to mandate it. They won't force me to take it. And I told them your place of work is going to mandate it and that you need to be prepared not to take it. And then my recent conversation with them has said, I never said that. I'm like, are you out of your are, people have lost it, man. They've lost it. They've lost grip with reality. People forget a conversation that they had because they've been brainwashed by their TV to take the mark of the beast. That's what they're doing to our people. And now they're aiming it at our babies, our youth. It's time to wake up. Kimo Gronlund, professor of political science at Abo Akademi University in Turku, criticized the Finnish government for driving its citizens into mass psychosis with pseudoscience and media fear porn. The article appeared last week in the Turin, Turin Sanoma and was quickly removed. This is exactly how censorship in Nazi Germany began in the 1930s. censorship. World-renowned journalist Naomi Wolf just released a news report on how the biotech companies are literally injecting a new operating system into humans that can be continuously updated just like Microsoft Windows for computer systems. Her video was immediately removed and she was censored by YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Venmo, or Vimo, simultaneously. It's not possible for the globalists to cancel high-profile individuals across multiple platforms at the same time. Let that sink in. In response to this tyrannical censorship, Naomi Wolf did a 12-minute Facebook live stream to inform the public what had happened. She called the bio-fascism and the stripping of all our liberties in the name of a pandemic. She described the horrible feeling she had not being able to talk to the 99,000 followers she had on Twitter who want to hear the vital research she's reporting and who trust her to keep them informed. She further stated that this silencing on her voice was a very traumatic experience to have in the United States of America in 2021. Moderna compares its mRNA biotechnology as a platform and an operating system that functions much like an operating system for a computer. It's designed to plug and play interchangeably with different programs. This is on Moderna's website. And the description goes on to read, in our case, the program or app is, a, is, a, is our mRNA drug, the unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein. Their technology is designed to hack our biological functions and genetically engineer new protein sequences within the genome. That's what they're talk, telling us. Now let that sink in. Big Pharma's biotech whistleblowers. Big Pharma's biotech companies all have the greatest violations of health fraud on record. Worldwide, Pfizer alone has paid out nearly $5 billion in healthcare fraud settlements. Do you think these companies care about your health? 
multiple biotech whistleblowers have come forward with grave warnings against the COVID-19 injections. Dr. Brian Hooker explains in his interview how the injections will genetically modify humans, making us into hybrid species. This is like a transhumanist sci-fi movie for or worse than George Orwell imagined in his 1984 novel, except it's very real and it's happening now. Another biotech whistleblower from GlaxoSmithKline revealed that the COVID-19 injections sterilized 97% of women and sterilized men. It gets even more sinister than that when it, he explains that the vaccinated male will then sterilize a fertile female. Wow. During quote us with his genetically modified sperm, we are dealing with eugenics bioweapons. This is sheer evil at play. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, that really stands out to me right there. And people are going to take flack to individuals who say that they're going to separate themselves from people, from their family, from their friends. You have to be careful out here. If if they're literally telling you that a male who goes to get vaccinated and has sex with a woman, who lays with a woman, is intimate with them, and they try to have a kid, that that sperm can literally make that woman infertile. It can sterilize them. Are you kidding me? And I guarantee it's vice versa for males. If you're a male and you're sleeping with a woman who has had the vaccine, what do you think is going to happen to you? I mean, this is crazy, man. That just blew me away. This is absolutely nuts. Wow. That just that just blew me away. I highly re- recommend reading this article. I'll, I'll give you the name of it once I finish. The former CEO of Pfizer, Dr. Michael Yeadon, sounded the alarm in December. Dr. Yeadon and his colleagues went public saying that two additives in the Pfizer COVID vaccine concoction, polyethylene glycol and M-neon green, could cause infertility in women due to the antibodies against spike proteins that could disrupt the development of the placenta in vaccinated women. Dr. Yeadon was immediately censored and deplatformed on Twitter, and the article is nowhere to be found. Luckily, I captured a screenshot. Vital information is disappearing from the internet at an on an alarming scale. But what did I say in the episode of censorship? What did I say in the episode of propaganda? What did I say in the episode of gatekeepers? We have doctors literally telling you this. For all you naysayers, for all you detractors, for all you cape crusaders, shame on you. You are literally a reason why this is happening. Big Pharma is using the synthetic mRNA with nanites, medical devices, on healthy people to destroy parts of the human genome and replace them with artificial sequences. Since it's not being used to make sick people well, it can't be called gene therapy either. It's more appropriate to call this gene editing technology. or Or in military tactical terms, this is a biological and technological warfare. Bio warfare. These are bioweapons that said to you as life-saving vaccines. In fact, this is a worldwide operation to call the herd and and depopulate. We are facing extinction and the total enslavement of mankind through genetic engineering for totalitarian control of psychopathic globalists can remain in power. Yeah, I mean, honestly, 
that's enough for me right there too i've made my decision on how i'm gonna be with family going forward once this starts getting really bad and once they turn their attention towards us once the majority of people who want the vaccine get the vaccine and the ones who who crumble because of their small business or their job get it and they turn their power towards us because they're going to say that that's not enough herd immunity i'm out i'm out this year i will be out i'm telling you man that's enough for me to already know right there dr judy Mekovitz and Dr. David Martin also confirmed in this very important broadcast that the mRNA COVID injections are medical devices designed to stimulate the human cell into becoming a pathogen creator. Anyone telling you the COVID injections will make you healthy and protect you from diseases lying. There's no reason to inject perfectly healthy people and children with the synthetic pathogen that is guaranteed to make them sick. We have got to wrap our minds around this. The chief molecular geneticist in Europe, Dr. Dolores Khalil, told in this recent interview that people who took the COVID injections are going to start dying in the next few months as their bodies react to the poison with a cytokine storm. You got to get right with the most high. If you took that vaccine, man, you need to get right with the most high. Time is of the essence, honestly. And sides have been chosen. The crossroads have been made by the Most High. We'll see who puts their money where their mouth is. We'll see the ones that say they're not going to take it. We'll see if they will take it once push comes to shove. When that employer sends that email or that meeting or that Zoom meeting and tells you everybody needs to get vaccinated. We'll see what people do. And like I mentioned, this is I'm going to read the title of this article again because I highly recommend looking for it and, and researching and saving it. It's the State of the Nation article entitled Worldwide Medical Tyranny in Finland Under COVID-19 Regulations, written by Dr. Ariana Love, A-R-I-Y-A-N-A-L-O-V-E. It was published on March 15th, 2021. I mean, that I mean, I knew a lot of that, but what really blew me away was the fact that they literally admitted or literally told you, doctors are literally telling you that a vaccinated male can make a woman sterile if he if he's intimate with her and i guarantee it's vice versa so you really got to be careful out here who you even communicate with and talk to this is not some joke man this is your life according to the light in the dark place dot wordpress.com article entitled luciferase quantum dot covid19 vaccinations the bill and melinda gates satanic agenda published on May 22nd, 2020. And this, so this came out almost a year ago. So people have been on this. Quantum dot vaccinations will use luciferase. Luciferase is a genetic term for the class of oxidative enzymes that produce bioluminescence and is virtually distinguished from a pathoprotein, from a proto, photoprotein. The name was first used by Raphael Du Bois, who invented the word luciferin and luciferase for the substrate and enzyme, respectively, luciferases. Luciferases are widely used in biotechnology for microscopy and as reporter genes for many of the same applications as fluorescent proteins. However, unlike fluorescent proteins, luciferase does not require an external light source, but do require addition of luciferin the consumable substrate. Bill Gates and 
MIT are currently developing the human implantable quantum dot microneedle vaccination delivery system. It's a tattoo for the hand, which will include our identification mark and vaccination records. That's the mark of the beast. That vaccine coupled with human implantable quantum dot microneedle vaccination delivery system. That's how you're going to buy and sell right there, right out in the open. We'll get further into this. The article goes on to state it needs an enzyme called luciferase in order to make it work. The enzyme luciferase is highly suspect when you consider the fact that ultra-billionaire Bill Gates has a goal to vaccinate the entire world and is now equipped with this quantum dots tattoo technology that ties in with Satan's end-time mark of the beast. Quantilon recombinant luciferase is a luciferase expressed from a clone gene from the North American firefly phyrolysis that provides the re- reliability and dependability needed for performing research or producing kits using bioluminescence reagents to detect ATP or luciferine substrates. That's quite interesting when you know that the, the Bible refers to the devil Beluzov, as the lord of the flies. Microsoft founder Bill Gates announced in March 18, 2020 during a Reddit Ask Me Anything session that he's working on a new invisible quantum dot tattoo implant that will track who has been tested for COVID-19 and who has been vaccinated against it. According to biohackinfo.com, the quantum dot tattoos involve implying dissolvable sugar-based microneedles that contain a vaccine and fluorescent copper-based quantum dots embedded into inside biocompatible micro-scale capsules. After the microneedles dissolve under the skin, they leave the encapsulated quantum dots whose patterns can be read to identify the vaccine that was administered. The COVID-19 vaccine is already under research and development, and experts say it is likely to be available about in about 18 months. And we already know that they sped that one up. This was in May. They already had this, what, ready by like November of the same year? What, six months later? And many people saying that the people were actually getting vaccinated before. Many people saying, many doctors even saying that the PCR tests were vaccinating people. Will this mean forced vaccinations are perpetually sheltering in place for those who refuse the coronavirus vaccines? Gates is simultaneously working on ID2020 certification mark, which according to PyMints.com utilizes immunization to serve as a platform for digital identity. The alphanumerical sum of the word vaccination equals 111. When reckoning the alphabetical sum of the phrase implantable quantum dot microneedle vac- vaccination delivery system, it equates to 666. 666 is the number of the beast in the Bible. And that's gematria, numerology, if you know it. Because that's that's how they operate. That's how they bring the news to you. You gotta know your enemy, man. You gotta know the tools that they use. You gotta know who they are in order to survive. The Most High said, my people die for lack of knowledge. In these parallel times, in these dark days ahead of us, you gotta know what you're doing. You cannot be wasting time. I'm at a point where I just can't just talk about worldly things with people because I know what's going on. I have a duty to prepare. What am I going to be doing talking about some celebrity or an entertainer or athlete when I know they're a part of the beast system and I know they're trying to push 
all of this Mark of the Beast stuff on us? Why would I be even wasting my time with them? People gotta wake up, man, and start thinking for themselves before it's too late. And if you took that COVID-19 vaccine, the Mark of the Beast, you just, you gotta pray to the Most High for forgiveness, honestly. You gotta repent, honestly. I'm not gonna sit here and say that, oh, there's no salvation for you, none of this. I, You know what? I'm gonna leave that up to the most high because only the most high knows that's just speculation in my heart of hearts i do believe that but i also do believe that the righteous can pray for those that we can pray for the mercy of our family for the mercy of our friends for the mercy of those in our lives i do believe that the righteous prayers will be listened to maybe may not maybe not for everyone in your family maybe not all your friends but i do believe the most high is going to step in and intervene very soon because the people are waking up you don't think they wake up you only can wake up and you only can be hip to the truth because of the most high so the most high is working on people right now he's working through people that's why i say i let the most high speak through me the most High puts these episodes in my spirit i don't just this is not for me man honestly that sounds crazy to people that sounds outlandish to people They're like no you're the reason why no I wouldn't be able to come across this information and share it with you and connect these dots without the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High. And you only get that through following the instructions, the easy instructions. But people can't be bothered, right? Until it's too late. So one thing that I found that was interesting during my research of putting this episode together is the definition of Lucifer race. I just wanted to see what the definition was. Lucifer race is a generic term for the class of oxidative enzymes that produce bioluminescence and is virtually distinguished from a photoprotein. The name was first used by Raphael Dubois, who invented the words luciferin and luciferase for the substrate and enzyme, respectively. Both words are derived from the Latin word lucifer, meaning light bearer. (laughs) So there you go. So this guy is taking the name Luciferase and Luciferin from the word Lucifer. And, we'll, and we'll, you know, these Christians, what's, what's the one word they always like to talk about? Oh, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. Some demon made me do it. No, it's you. So they're telling you right now that they're getting that name from Lucifer. They're using your book against you, Christians. Just, just, just hear what I'm saying. The light bearer. Who else is the light bearer in your book? Luciferases are widely used in biotechnology and microscopy and as reporter genes for many of the same applications as fluorescent proteins. However, unlike fluorescent proteins, luciferases do not require an external light source, but do require an addition of luciferin, the consumable substrate. So honestly, these people are turning you into beast and they're using your own book new testament to to tell you the script to tell you that they've written the script it's lining up completely so we spoke about it i've spoke about this in previous episodes but this quantum tattoo technology needs to be spoken about according to the great game india.com article entitled Bill Gates funds invisible quantum tattoo hidden in coronavirus vaccine for store in vaccine vaccination history, published on September 7, 2020. A project funded by Bill Gates aims to deliver 
an invisible quantum tattoo hidden in the coronavirus vaccine. For storing your vaccination history, the researchers showed that their new dye, which consists of nanocrystals called quantum dots, can remain for at least five years under the skin, where it emits near-infrared light that can be detected by a specifically equipped smartphone. Funded by Bill Gates' Massachusetts Institution, Institute of Technology, MIT, researchers have developed a clandestine way to record your vaccination history, storing the data in a pattern of dye or tattoo ink, invisible to the naked eye that is slipped under the skin, hidden in your vaccine. This technology could enable the rapid and anonymous detection of patient vaccination history to ensure that every child is vaccinated, says Kevin McHugh, a former MIT postdoc who is now an assistant professor of bioengineering at Rice University. To create an on-patient medical record, the researchers developed a new type of copper-based quantum dots which emit light in the near-infrared spectrum. The dots are only about 4 nanometers in diameter, but they are encapsulated in biocompatible microparticles that form spheres. So, I mean, come on, people. Bill Gates has his hands over everything. Throughout everything, he's got his hands in every pot. And you're still going to trust this man? You're still going to trust science, huh? That's literally telling you that it's going to change your genes. It's going to change who you are as a person. It's going to be able to read whether you've taken a vaccine. Do you? People are, people are out of their minds. Honestly, out of their minds. Let's look at this out in the open new technology that connects everything together. According to the Verge.com article entitled, Amazon's palm reading starts at the grocery store, but it could be so much bigger. Written by James Vincent and published on October 1st, 2020. And shout out to the mag for the incredible video breakdown on this, bringing it to light. Earlier this week, Amazon unveiled Amazon One, new technology for its Amazon Go stores that lets shoppers pay for their groceries by scanning the palm of their hand. By analyzing the shape of your hand and the unique configuration of veins under your skin, Amazon says its technology can verify your identity the same way facial recognition does. And that's where they're lying to you. It has nothing to do with your veins, the shape of your hand, nothing. It has everything to do with that quantum tattoo technology that Bill Gates and MIT are working on. Once that's in your body, once that dye is in your body, Think about the bioluminescence from the COVID-19 vaccine. All they got to do is just be able to read through that. That's what it is. That's the mark of the beast right out in the open. Although Amazon One will initially be used for payments only, it's clear the tech giant has much bigger ambitions for this hardware. In the future, it says Amazon One can not only be used for shopping, but as a replacement for tickets at music and sporting events, and as an alternative to your office key card, letting you scan in with a swipe of your hand. In other words, Amazon One isn't a payment technology, it, it's a identity technology, and one that could give Amazon more reach into your life than ever before. And that's how they're going to get the people. The people who say no or hold off or the small businesses are saying, hey, we're not going to require it for every person. They'll eventually require it. You think that people are just going to be able to hold off because of two of concerts and sporting events when people love these things? 
especially if you have to go get your groceries, people are going to fold like a lawn chair. They literally will. Oh, my job says I have to do it. People will fold over money. They'll give up their soul for money. Uh, most people already have. Understandably, some experts are skeptical about Amazon's claims of convenience and worry about a com company with a spotty track record on privacy becoming the controller of a new identity standard. Whether it's Amazon's use of biased facial recognition algorithms or its ambition ambitions to grow a network of human surveillance cameras. This is an organization that has proved many times that individual privacy is not always its biggest concern. It is a good idea if Amazon knows exactly who you are from the palm of your hand. I mean, that's a question for you. Do you want them to know who you are from just scanning your hand? It's kind of messed up to me. How the technology works. Let's start by looking at the technology itself, which is straightforward. That's what they're going to tell you. Palm scanning has been around for years, and although Amazon isn't offering many details of its own implementation, it looks to be similar to examples of the tech we've seen before. As the company explains on its FAQ page, the Amazon One hardware verifies a user's identity by looking at the minute characteristics of your palms, the minute characteristics of your palm, both surface area, details like lines and ridges, as well as the subcutaneous features such as vein patterns. Usually vein scanning is done using infrared light that penetrates the surface layers of the skin. Though Amazon doesn't mention this technology specifically, it says anyone can sign up to Amazon One by inserting a credit card into one of the scanners and registering one or both of their palms. The scanners can then identify someone in seconds without skin contact, a bonus during a pandemic, but no cleaner or quicker than using many contactless credit cards. From a security point of view, palm scanning has some key advantages over biometrics. First, the information being used to identify you is not easily observable, unlike your face or your earprint. Even fingerprints can be picked up from touched objects or photographed from a distance. It's much harder by comparison to snap a picture of someone's hand and use that to spoof their vein patterns. All the other biometrics that are becoming commonplace, face, fingerprints, irises, are all quite observable and visible from the outside. Elizabeth Reineris, a law and policy researcher who focuses on data governance and human rights issues, told The Verge, there's definitely something to say for the advanced security of palm scanning. Similarly, the information collected during a palm scan makes it easier to incorporate a live liveness test to check that you have a real living person in front of you. For those reasons, it's some, sometimes claimed that palm or vein recognition is the most accurate and secure of all common biometrics, though the stats depend on how the tech is implemented. It also, it's also worth noting that palm scanning is certainly not foolproof, and hackers have shown in the past they can create fake hands that can trick some scanners. Do you want your palms stored in the cloud? There's one other big difference between Amazon One and other biometric systems you might be used to, and that's that Amazon will be keeping its palm data in the cloud. People have long worried about this sort of personal data collection, but it's striking that Amazon, that is not, that it's Amazon that is now trying to make it happen. 
as Ruben Bins, an associate professor focusing on data protection at the University of Oxford, explained to The Verge, cloud storage is inherent in the system Amazon is building. For this kind of use case, it's difficult to do anything other than have that data in the cloud, he says. Whether that's a good idea or not is another question. I mean, so there you have it. I mean, it's out in the open. I mean, they literally have told you that it's here. So I'm just going to ask people, open-ended, is this worth rolling the dice with your life over things that you don't know, systems that you don't know? You're going to continue to trust the science? Is that going to always be your fallback, your scapegoat, your excuse? People are scared to death. You know why I know they are? Because they're even afraid to look into what you send them. They're afraid to read these articles. They're afraid to have to use common sense and discernment because their cognitive abilities won't allow it, whether it's through continued use of vaccines or continued idolatry through the TV and brainwashing and predictive programming and delusional psychosis from wearing the muzzle all day and being locked down inside and isolated. Who knows? There's a plethora of reasons why people won't look at information. But you got to ask these questions. You got to ask these questions to your loved ones. Many loved ones are just going to write you off, but you got to put the pressure on them. I've applied pressure to all my family members, all of which it's not going to work with a, a household full of nurses. It's really, it's, I don't know. I just pray that the most I wakes them up, but ultimately I've done my part. I've warned them. So I have to start focusing on myself so that I can have children in the future, so that I'm not sterilized that I don't receive the mark of the beast so that my body changes, my genes change. I'm not allowing that. The only time you're ever going to vaccinate me, honestly, is after you line me up and kill me. Throw me in the guillotine. Put me in the electric chair. You'll never, ever put a vaccine in me. Not by my own use, not by your own use. You better kill me first, then vaccinate me. Because that's never going near my body. None of that. And the people who try to start turning on me, family members try trying to rat me out, all of that, they'll never hear from me ever again because I already know what's coming down the pipeline. They're going to start blaming these new variants, these new double mutations, all of these new skyrocketing and the lockdowns and everyone else who doesn't get the, the mark of the beast. We're here, ladies and gentlemen. The judgments and prophecies are here. What have I been saying for months, for almost a year now? Where, where, where are we going with this right now, folks? It's time to start waking up. It's time to start warning your family. It's time to stop caring about people's emotions and feelings. Oh, this article might offend them. If I say this this way, it might offend them. This is their lives. This is people's lives on the line. This is the lives of children and infants who haven't even had a chance at life. I'm not going to just sit there idle because I'm worried about making somebody upset. If they want to be upset and they want to go, go take experimental gene therapy drugs that alter their DNA, by all means. But you're not going to get me to do it. Go take your mark of the beast. Don't question anything. Just accept it. That's on you. That's between you and the Most High. According to the Verge.com article entitled, 
Amazon expands its palm recognition payment tech to more of its stores. Written by John Porter and published on March 9, 2021. Amazon One, the technology that lets customers pay in shops by scanning their palm, is expanding to more stores in the greater Seattle area. The company says it's available starting today in its four-star store in Linwood and in the coming weeks. Amazon One is also coming to its Amazon bookstore in Bellevue and its four-star and pop-up stores in South Lake Union. In total, 12 of Amazon's physical stores will soon feature the technology. The e-commerce giant announced its palm recognition Amazon One system last year. It works by scanning your hand and identifying its unique characteristics like surface area details and vein patterns. Palm scanning technology has been around for a few years and it's pretty secure as biometric security methods go, though there are concerns about how Amazon might use the data gathered as part of the system. So far, Amazon has made Amazon One available as a payment option across a number of its own branded physical stores around Seattle. But in the larger, longer term, the company hopes the convenience factor of being able to confirm your identity using just your hand will convince third-party businesses to use the service too. The Amazon One website invites other companies to contact its sales team that might include other stores or even locations like offices where the system could replace the need for NFC ID tags. And, you know, they're going to come all nice as if they want to, they care about your convenience, like as if taking your key card out to scan for the office is that big of a deal. As if going into your purse, trying to look for a credit card is that, are we, have we become that lazy that we can't even do that? They're going to come under the guise of convenience, like, cause that's what technology is. It just traps you. I started to notice when I was using social media heavily years ago. I wouldn't even say years ago, I would even say within the last year and a half, two years, because I, I took a huge social media break in 2020, pretty much the whole entire year. Didn't even log into some apps for almost the whole year. Because I had noticed when I was going on it, it was like, you're not in reality. You're like, you're addicted to it. Technology literally traps us. So of course they're gonna say, oh, it's convenient. It's it's the next technolo- technological wave. And you know, all these stores are gonna jump on it. And if they don't, all the, all their idols on TV that have to tell them, the Bill Gates, the, the Fauci's will say, oh, the numbers have spiked. We have to lock everyone down. Now we need to use this Amazon One technology to put into all stores because it's vital. Less contact, right? Remember how they said they wanna get rid of money, right? Because the coronavirus spreads on money. And this is this is gonna be something that you need to pay attention to because that is a part of the new world order agenda. They will crash the dollar. And it's going to be online cryptocurrency. And then, you know, for all of you Bitcoin extraordinaires and loyalists, especially the ones who claim to be truthers but tell you to buy Bitcoin, tell you to get Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. It's the new wave. The government has no control of it. Really? Go look in India. I, last I heard, India banned Bitcoin. What are they doing over, was it Venezuela that has its own government-issued cryptocurrency? So you really think that the United States and all these countries don't have their hands in Bitcoin, that they're not actually the Jesuits and the Freemasons are not controlling, and the secret societies are not controlling it, right? 
somehow Bitcoin is just out there and it's not controlled by our governments, right? People really got to wake up because you're going to get people saying, oh, as long as I got such and such amount of Bitcoin, you know, once the New World Order agenda comes, I'm going to be safe. I'm going to have money. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be rich. Okay, well, yeah, you might be rich. The best thing you could have done with your money and if you actually invested in Bitcoin was to take it out, invest in it take it out and use that money for supplies and getting ready that would have been the best move that's that would be the only way i would have invested in bitcoin but i never believed in it from the start i thought it was always weird people were buying online currency i'm like isn't that kind of weird to you like you don't actually physically own something you just you just own a profile what if you get locked out i mean what if the internet goes down look what just happened to texas and surrounding states that that literally had no access to water no access to electricity what are you gonna do when the when the the grid goes down just like public enemies new albums titled what are you gonna do when the grid goes down i mean they're telling you right then and there so your cryptocurrency your bitcoin is not going to save you and i'm going to go further into how that bitcoin is actually tied to the mark of the beast tied to these amazon one type of technologies you're not going to even be able to access your your bitcoin without a vaccination card trust and believe that you will need the mark of the beast so enjoy your hundreds of thousands of dollars enjoy your millions of dollars in in bitcoin and online currency you're rich but now you have the vaccine now you have the mark of the beast technology and you changing you people won't believe it until they see it that's oftentimes how it happens according to the news.bitcoin.com article entitled microsoft patents new cryptocurrency system using body activity data written by kevin holt Helms and published on March 29, 2020. Microsoft has patented a cryptocurrency mining system that leverages human activities, including brainwaves and body heat, when performing online tasks such as using search engines, chatbots, and reading ads. A user can solve the computationally difficult problems unconsciously, the patent reads. So it mines human activity. So it's going to know your brain waves, your body heat, your online tasks. It's going to watch you. And what did we just say about Lucifer Ace and the tracking system? What did we just say? Why? Did, so the, the joke's on you, all the people who are making fun of 5G. When they were tearing up your streets, putting up all of these towers, what were they doing? They were working and working towards this to be prepared. Crypto system leveraging body activity. Microsoft Technology Licensing, the licensing arm of Microsoft Corp, has been granted an international patent for a cryptocurrency system using body activity data. The patent was published by the World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO, on March 26. The application was filed on June 20th last year. So you got to think about that. June 20th of 2019, this article came out on March 29, 2020. Event 201 was on October 18th, 2019. They've been planning this all along. Human body activity associated with the task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of a cryptocurrency system. The patent reads, adding as an example, a brain wave or body heat emitted from the user when the user performs a task provided by an information or server provider, such as viewing advertisement or using certain internet services can be used in the mining process. So really, oh, so uh, Bitcoin never could be owned by the government. Uh, Microsoft is a government entity. 
start thinking and using your brain. The information's been out here, but people are still pushing Bitcoin. They're still pushing this right now. Noting that the method described may reduce computational energy for the mining process as well as make the mining process faster, the patented details. For example, instead of massive computation, work required by some conventional cryptocurrency systems, data generated based on the body activity of the user can be proof of work, and therefore a user can solve the computationally difficult problem unconsciously. Patent suggests alternative ways to mine cryptocurrencies. The patent describes a system where a device can verify whether the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. So how are they going to verify it? It's going to be through the mark of the beast. And that's how you're going to get paid in the New World Order system. If you don't do what they say, you're not going to get paid. Different types of sensors can be used to measure or sense body activity or scan human body, the patent explains. They include functional magnetic resonance, imaging, fMRI, scanners or sensors, electroencephalography, EEG sensors, near-infrared spectroscopy, NIRS sensors, heart rate monitors, thermal sensors, optical sensors, radio frequencies, RF sensors, ultrasonic sensors, cameras, or any other sensor or scanner that will do the job. The system may reward cryptocurrency to an owner or a task operator for providing services such as search engines, chatbots, applications, or websites, offering users access for free to paid contents such as video and audio streaming or electrical books or electric books or sharing information or data with users, the patent details. The idea of mining cryptocurrencies using human body heat has previously been explored by other organizations. For example, Manuel Beltran, founder of the Dutch Institute of Human Obsolence, set up an experiment in 2018 to mine cryptocurrencies with a special bodysuit that harvested the human body heat into a sustainable energy source the electricity generated was then fed to a computer to mine cryptocurrencies so they're basically turning you into a bot this is transhumanism people are never going to research anything for themselves because they're not going to believe that we are part of the great reset that we are part of the new world order agenda and the mark of the beast is the ushering into this agenda according to the new american.com article entitled UN-backed Great Reset to Usher in New World Order, written by Alex Newman and published on July 15, 2020. Get ready for a lot less freedom and prosperity and a lot more government, at least the elites get at least if the elites get their way. After peddling coronavirus lockdowns that crushed the economy and funding riots that terrorized the public under the guise of fighting systematic systemic racism. Globalists are stepping in to offer their proposed solution to the crisis they themselves unleashed. A great reset to transform the world and everything in it, supposedly for the benefit of the masses, but really for the benefit of the ruling classes. Remember, folks, the age-old phrase in Babylon, order out of chaos. They create the chaos slash problem and then come in playing nice with a solution that is even more wicked. The brainchild of the World Economic Forum, a globalist group of powerful deep state elites 
that meet every year in the Swiss ski resort town of Davos, the Great Reset aims to fundamentally re-engineer industries, societies, education, agriculture, and more. Its advocates are openly saying as much with the World Economic Forum boss Klaus Schwab declaring all aspects of our societies and economies need to be revamped. Even our thinking and behavior will have to dramatically shift, he said. A World Economic Forum statement marketing the controversial scheme also calls for a new social contract centered on social justice. Every country from the United States to China must participate in every industry from all from oil and gas to tech must be transformed, added Schwab, calling for even stronger and more effective government. We must build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. And there is no other choice but to submit, he and others declared. So you got no choice. So I'm telling you, this is the New World Order agenda. It's been out in the open. Business and economic changes will be massive, Schwab explained. The Great Reset will require us to integrate all stakeholders of global society into a community of common interests, purpose, and action, explained Schwab, the globalist frontman who runs the World Economic Forum. We need a change of mindset, moving from short-term to long-term thinking, moving from shareholder capitalism to stakeholder responsibility environmental social and good governance have to be measured part of corporate and governmental accountability the changes will be systemic too the covid 19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century the world economic forum leader said in a speech about the great reset last month calling a change in mindsets that most important issue now is the historical moment the time not only to fight the virus but to shape the system for the post-corona era while the great reset is being framed by schwab and other proponents as a response to the coronavirus the moderator of the great reset event admitted that the world economic forum founder has been working on the agenda for many decades schwab did not protest that assertion and judging by the enormous amount of work that went into this including the strategic intelligence program it is clear that this has been in the works for quite some time globalists have been throwing the term fourth industrial revolution around for years now in 2016 schwab explained that this revolution would fundamentally alter the way we live work and relate to one another the transformation transformation he continued would be unlike anything humankind has ever experienced before bringing together all stakeholders of the global Validity. In essence, the revolution involves blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres, literally the merging of man and machine, dubbed transhumanism by advocates and opponents alike. And while it seemed like just another kooky globalist pipe dream back then, the coronavirus panic has paved the way for unprecedented changes, as Schwab's boasted. COVID-19 has accelerated our transition into the age of the fourth industrial revolution, Schwab said. And his remarks about the great reset posted in the world economic forum website we have to make sure that the new technologies in the digital biological and physical world remain human-centered and serve society as a whole providing everyone with fair access i mean there you have it out of the the horse's mouth one of the many horses that have partaking in the ushering into the new world order agenda 
which will become undeniable to some because they're just going to call it a conspiracy theory. They're going to call it crazy, but they won't do any research. So that's that's what the Most High puts those people on the red list. He puts them in, in that in that sector because they made their choice to not be adults and grow up and actually research things for themselves. Remember when we were taught not to trust strangers? Remember that growing up? Don't let a stranger approach you or don't approach strangers. If someone's talking to you, say you're waiting for your parents, whatever whatever tactic we use. Why, why have we lost rea- touch with reality, what we were taught? These people are strangers to you. So why are you trusting them? It's just, it's basic, just common sense and discernment at this point. Let's look at the definition of transhumanism, because that's really what these vaccines are going to make people into be. One with robots, like they just boasted. According to the Britannica.com definition, transhumanism is a social and philosophical movement devoted to promoting the research and development of robust human-enhanced technology, such as technologies. Such technologies would augment or increase human sensory reception, emotive ability, or cognitive capacity, as well as radically improve human health and extended human lifespans. Such modifications resulting from the addition of biological or physical technologies would be more or less permanent and integrated into the human body. You see what they said? Such modifications resulting from the addition of biological or physical technologies would be more or less permanent and integrated into the human body. Come on, people. Lucifer race? Amazon One? The Great Reset? Nano? Nanites? MRNA? When are you going to wake up? When are you going to start looking into these things for yourself and questioning? I mean, to me, at this point, it's like you're beating a dead horse with people, but I, I don't give up. I know people need to hear this message, but it's just wild to me, man, where we've got, we're this far into it. According to the Guardian.com article entitled, No Death and an Enhanced Life. Enha- enhanced Life is the Future Transhumanism, written by Robert, Robin McKee and published on Sunday, May 6, 2018. The aims of transhumanist movement are summed up by Mark McConnell in his book, To Be a Machine, which last week won the Welcome Book Prize. It is their belief that we can and should eradicate aging as a cause of death, that we can and should use technology to augment or our bodies and our minds, that we can and should merge with machines, remaking ourselves, finally, in the image of our own higher ideals. The idea of tech technologically enhancing our bodies is not new but the extent of to which transhumanists take the concept is in the past we made devices such as wooden legs hearing aids spectacles and false teeth in future we might use implants to augment our senses so we can detect infrared or ultraviolet radiation directly or boost our cognitive process by connecting ourselves to memory chips Ultimately, by merging man and machine, science will produce humans who have vastly increased intelligence, strength, and lifespans, a near embodiment of gods. And that's exactly what it is. They're telling you that they want to go against God, against how the Most High made us. That we are not what we need to be. 
that we need to be more intelligent, strong, and have longer lifespans when we, the Most High gave us all the tools to have those anyway. To make man one with machine. That's where we're going with all of this. And the vaccine is pushing it right through. Yeah, you best believe all of you, all of you doubters, you naysayers who say, oh, that's not going to be, it's not going to be mandated. Okay, keep, keep sitting around and waiting. According to the Newsmax.com article entitled, Dr. Fauci, open season on vaccines for all, likely here by April, written by Sandy Fitzgerald and published on February 11, 2021. It should be open season by April for virtually everybody and anybody in any category to get their COVID-19 vaccine, Dr. Anthony Fauci said Thursday. As we get into March and April, the number of available doses will allow for much more of a mass vaccination approach, which is really much more accelerated than what you are seeing now. Fauci, the chief medical advisor for President Joe Biden's COVID team and director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said on NBC's Today. He added that as the nation gets into and toward the end of April, pharmacies, community, vaccine centers, and mobile units will step up the pace of vaccinations, and he believes the effort is meeting up with Biden's targets. Once everyone is able to get vaccinations, it will still take several more months. Hopefully, as we get into the middle and end of the summer, the goal of having the overwhelming majority of people in the United States vaccinated will be reached, said Fauci. He added that he is taking spread of coronavirus of a coronavirus variant from the united kingdom seriously but he would not say he's worried about it there's a little bit of a difference he said you ask yourself what you can do about it the sobering news is that it does it does spread more rapidly the uplifting news is that the vaccines that we have now the moderna and pfizer and very likely the ones coming online soon seem to do well against this uk variant and this was just published back in February, and I already did an episode on this sodomite. I already told you that the variant would spike out of control, and look at where we are now in April. The first week of April, look at where we're at now. I already told you multiple episodes ago where this was going. Fauci also addressed the CDC's endorsement on double masking, saying that, in his opinion, people should wear at least one mask, but a tighter first can be achieved with two masks. So here you go for the people that say that we've been wrong all along, that these vaccines won't be uh, required, that this is not the mark of the beast, that we are just overthinking. No, it's all out in the open for you if you don't want to be lazy. You can go and actually get this information if you care about your life, honestly. And let's take a look at the definition of open season. The period during which it is legal to hunt or catch certain game or fish. A period of time during the calendar year when authorities within the jurisdiction permit the unrestricted hunting of one or more kinds of animal wildlife. The time during which someone or something is the object of sustained attack or criticism. Let's reread that. A time during which someone or something is the object of sustained attack or criticism. And that's the open season on the world. They want to vaccinate the world. Bill Gates wants it. Fauci wants it. Biden wants it. Kamala Harris wants it. The CDC, the WHO, the FDC, FDA. 
all of these people want it and the open season is on the people who are dumb enough to take the vaccines and naive enough and are these idol worshipers who don't do any research and are too lazy and too glued to their tv they're going to take it first then the people who say they're not going to take it but once the pressure goes on where they can't buy or sell they can't have their business they can't go shopping they can't travel you know all of these things they're going to be the next ones and then after that the sustained attack or criticism will be on people such as myself people such as you as the listener we're next that's why i'm saying there's not much time let's look at the definition of eugenics because we got to understand bill gates and fauci and who these people are the study or practice of attempting to improve the human gene pool by encouraging the reproduction of people considered to have desirable traits and discouraging or preventing the reproduction of people considering to have undesirable traits the practice or advocacy of controlled selective breeding of human populations as by sterilization to improve the population's genetic composition so what did we already talk about in terms of transhumanism combining man with machine right improving your intelligence improving in your strength your cognitive abilities right being like gods right that's eugenics right there out in the open what what is this lucifer race what are this bioluminescence all of the things that they're giving into you and when you have doctors saying that the mark of the beast the covid-19 vaccine will sterilize you you're talking about eugenics right out in the open they literally are playing god when they're telling you oh we you know we are more comfortable with 250 to 300 million people they're playing god and those 250 to 300 million people in their eyes are going to be the ones who are sterilized they're going to be the obedient slaves using the amazon one system being tracked everywhere they go that's where we're headed right now brothers and sisters it's right out in the open it's not hard to connect the dots if you pray to the most high for the wisdom knowledge and understanding if you pray and you work towards it you see what's going on So you got eugenics cyst out here. You got Bill Gates out here saying that we breathe too much oxygen. Really? You're telling us? So you're going to just play God, telling me that I'm breathing too much oxygen. I must muzzle up. Honestly, the joke is on you if you still believe in this. If you still believe in the herd mentality and these vaccines, the joke is on you. According to the lifesitenews.com article entitled WHO changes the def- its definition of herd immunity making widespread vaccination essential written by patrick delaney published on december 23rd 2020 the world health organization has updated its definition of herd immunity redefining the term as something only achievable when the vast majority of a population are vaccinated it was recently discovered that the who changed this definition suppressing the fact that immunity happens as a natural process in populations so individuals are infected and develop immunity to a particular virus such herd immunity can potentially be assisted by a vaccine but is not dependent on it the who definition prior to the change stated and before i even get into that that's interesting how they said such herd immunity can potentially be assisted by a vaccine but is not dependent on it we don't need vaccines you know what herd immunity really is is your immune system, you know, the one that the most high gave you, right? Do you see animals out in the wild getting vaccinated? But you got animals that live multiple years, they live decades, they live multiple decades. Are you, so you you think that the most high just forgot to vaccinate animals too? Our our herd immunity is our immune system. When you let a toddler or a child play with something, they put it in their mouth. They may have a cold. The cold goes away. Their immune system gets stronger. 
They're literally telling you such herd immunity can potentially be assisted by a vaccine, but is not dependent on it. You don't need a vaccine for nothing. Anything. The WHO definition prior to the change stated, herd immunity is the indirect protection from an infectious disease that happens when a population is immune either through vaccination or immunity developed through previous infection. This means that even people who haven't been affected or in whom an infection hasn't triggered an immune response, they are protected because people around them who are immune can act as buffers between them and an infected person. So, I mean, that's the whole purpose of the, the vaccine, right? That really should would have been about is, you know, if you want to take the vaccine, that's cool. But my, I myself, if I don't want to, you're already protected. You're already making up for me. If you want to wear the mask, cool, wear the mask. I won't say anything to you. But if you're worried about me, you might as well double mask. You might as well triple. You might as well quadruple. Do whatever you got to do. Put a hazmat suit on. Just know that you are protected against me. I'll stand 12 feet away, 18 feet from you. You see where we're going with this? You see how they're playing you? I mean, come on, people. This is They changed their definition of herd immunity to fit an agenda. Not even just four months ago. Back in December, they just changed it. Look at the audacity of your oppressors, of your idols. They can just flip the script and no one's going to say anything, right? Just like Fauci, flip-flop Fauci. A fish out of the water, flip-flopping everywhere. Saying, oh, masks won't do anything. In fact, in fact, they would be potentially harmful. And then flip-flopping back to saying you do need them. And then flip-flopping to saying you need two or three. Come on, people. You are literally be a pawn on a chessboard. And you're not even aware the market beast is here, and so is the ushering into the New World Order agenda. Which side are you going to be on? WHO's new definition is largely drawn from a speech delivered in October by the organization's director general, Tedros Adhanaman Gehebriasis. It suppresses the fact that herd immunity is achieved by natural means and narrows the concept as to apply only to the process of vaccination, suggesting that protection from COVID-19 can happen without mass vaccinations, it states. Herd immunity, also known as population immunity, is a concept used for vaccination in which a population can be protected from a certain virus if a threshold of vaccination is reached. Herd immunity is achieved by protecting people from a virus, not by exposing them to it. Herd immunity the vast majority of a population are vaccinated, lowering the overall amount of virus able to spread in the whole population. But Stanford epidemiologist and co-author of the Great Barrington Declaration, Dr. J. Bahatakara, has stated that the World Health Organization, WHO, new definition of herd immunity does not rightly define the biological reality. 
Bahat Takaira told LifeSite News, the revised definition of herd immunity at the WHO site is not accurately a definition of herd immunity. It provides a nice description of how vaccines can protect people against inf infections and make a sensible but obvious point that we should not intentionally infect anyone with the disease. However, he clarifies, herd immunity describes a situation when, because of both natural immunity and vaccine-induced immunity, every new person infected with an infectious disease will pass the infection onto an average onto an average of one person or fewer. At that point, the number of infected people will tend to shrink. This, he states, is the end of end point of the many epidemics and will be the end point of the COVID-19 pandemic. Finally, he affirms the WHO attempting to alter the definition will not change that basic biological fact. I mean, there you have it. The WHO, World Health Organization, which we know has been given billions of dollars by Bill Gates since 2000 for the last 20 years, what, 2015 years, is out here changing definitions to fit an agenda. And who is the face behind vaccinations? Who is the most powerful doctor, most respected, prominent doctor in the world now? Who, who is that person connected to? Everything. And if, I mean, come on now, people. It, it, I don't know. You can't just, you, you, can, you, you can try to spoon feed people, but it's like they can't even consume it. It's insane. It's literally at this point insane. I mean, when you look at the constant mockery of the masses, let, let's break this down very quickly. Anal swabs. So, y'all cool with somebody digging a PCR test, more gelins up your rectum with nanofibers. You're cool with double masking, triple masking because you're told. You believe in herd immunity. You believe that since I haven't gotten the vaccine that I'm killing you, that your health is dependent upon me participating in your stupidity. You believe that. When nobody prior to 2020, prior to this fake pandemic gave a shit about anyone. No one cared about each other. How are you going to be masked up, double masking, tell, yelling at me to get a vaccine, but you you have in one hand a Coca-Cola, a large Coca-Cola, and in the other hand you have a, a GMO modified burger from McDonald's. Get out of here. You're over here smoking cigarettes. And then you finish your cigarette, you throw it on the ground, you litter, and then you put your two masks up and then you get mad at me. Hey, why aren't you wearing a mask? This is the point that we've gotten to, and ultimately, it's those type of people, which I know the Most High is going to get rid of first, the type of people who virtue signal, the type of people who come after people like me for just trying to live their lives. And now they give you your new vari variants, your double mutations. What did, what did we say would happen? Now we got double mutations out in California, new variants from the UK somehow got over here, from Africa somehow got over here, even though travel has been limited. Now we have this, the talks of a fourth wave. The Surgeon General and the CDC director discussing a fourth possible wave. They're going to lock you down. And I'm saying you, the ones who listen, because I ain't going to get locked down for no one. I'm going to go out and enjoy my sunshine. I don't care what fines they throw at me. They ain't finding me nothing. You're not stopping me from enjoying my spring and my summer and getting outside and, and staying in shape and eating healthy. You're not stopping that. But they're going to stop you, you idol worshipers. You're going to fall for all of this. So the fourth wave coming, it's already right in front of you. I've already discussed the lockdowns across all of Europe, Africa, and now in Canada. The United States is up next. Just believe it. 
best believe it. They're already giving you so much distraction. They're already giving you the, the George Floyd trial. You know that that cop, that fake actor is going to get acquitted. That crisis actor is going to get acquitted. Then they're going to have riots and protests. And then they're going to say, well, you know, the new variants are all around Minnesota. The double mutations are here. You know, it's spread because of the protesters, because of the rioting. We must lock down. We must bring the National Guard in again. All these mass shootings that they give you, Denver, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia, now that recent mass shooting with that NFL player, which is all fake, all coded, all connected to Gamatri, all connected to their scripts. You already know what's coming. And this lockdown, I would assume, is probably going to be for the rest of the year because we've already discussed what lockdowns do to people as far as mental health and physical health and spiritual health. We've already talked about that one. So you already know what's coming. It's like they can't wait to kill you. It's not. It's one thing to give you the mark of the beast, but now they got to accelerate it. They got to bring people low, lower than they already are. It's like, I don't know when people are going to wake up. I really don't. But I know I got to take care of myself. I'm going to provide and protect for those in my life that believe in the most high, that love the most high, that seek righteousness, that seek truth, that seek wisdom, knowledge and understanding, that put righteousness, truth and the instructions of the Torah over feelings. Those are the people that I'm going to protect. I can't protect family members who don't care to listen to me who call me crazy who call me who say that i have an agenda who say i'm a conspiracy theory theorist all these things i can't protect them i have to worry about myself now that's why i say i have to separate i really do especially when these vac these the mark of the beast starts kicking in and people really become beasts you know what i've experienced and noticed lately has been a lot it's been a lot over the last couple months even the weeks my run-ins with family, refusing to listen to anything I share with them. You know, it's it's basically impossible to get anything through to family, especially a family full of nurses, a family that will defend their idols, a family that defends vaccines and asks why I don't take them. You know, I, I just literally sent my family this, lo- this email broken down, literally hand-feeding them links. Links. I sent over 86 links to my family. No response. One, the only response I got was from a Christian idolater in my family, hell bent on trying to push their demigod. I sent them an article that had nothing to do with the Most High versus Christ. That had everything to do with the Smith Month Modernization Act and how propaganda is legal. The definition of propaganda. Video links to it. A neurologist that say mask wearing is dangerous. Links to mask wearing and the long term effects. Links to this pandemic and links to knowing about Bill Gates. All of these things had nothing to do. And this is, these are articles and videos, brothers and sisters, by doctors, pharmacists, neurologists, nurses. And then I get called out for trying to push an agenda. What kind of agenda could I try to be pushed? What would I get out of if there was really a pandemic and I really saw people dying? What would I get out of telling you the opposite? What would I honestly get? Am I getting paid by somebody? Like, I don't understand. These are the people that I have to deal with, honestly. And that, that person I cut off. I'm done with that person, 100% done with that person. I want nothing to do with them ever again. I pray for their mercy. I wish them the best. I can love them from afar, but I do not want them around me. That's facts. You know, that's why I don't respect people like that who pretend to be good people and are spiritually strong, but then they're cowards on the inside. They're deceivers. They're pretenders. They're manipulators. That's how most people are, man.
it's just insane even over the last week my run-in trying to grab groceries with that elderly guy the old guy he's even really elderly he's probably in his 50s just started yelling at me in line hey where's your mask as if he knows who i am proceeds to try to chew me out and chew out the cashier and oh yeah i waited i was taking my time putting my groceries in my car i'll admit i'll be honest i was waiting for him to give him a piece of my mind and told him it's really ironic how people like you think that you have authority dominion or governance over me just because you allowed your idol worshipers to have authority dominion and governance over you does not mean i need to you're, you're just a man you mean nothing to me the most high has authority dominion and governance over my soul so i cursed him out. i cursed him him and his family and he was he was like you're a disgrace your black lives matter your black life matters just yelling obscenities at me telling me to pull over get out the car like all of these things it was wild literally the beast came out of him and i'm glad i did it because it just it, it proved to me that this this potion this mark of the beast is really kicking in and it's about to get bad out here it's about to get really bad wasn't bothering the guy was finishing was paying the cashier at Trader Joe's was polite to me. They had their plexiglass. They got their little section of security. And this guy in line was easily 12, 15 feet away from me and still has the audacity to try to tell me what to do. This, this is what we have to deal with, brothers and sisters, these sick individuals. Sick. You know, that that really just showed me so much that day. The most High is continuing to show me things because that instance with family and sending emails with that certain family member and that guy at Trader Joe's all happened within 24 hours. You know, you know how much I learned about people just in 24 hours? You know how motivated and inspired I was to put together these podcasts this week? You know, you know, you can get into a negative headspace sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I was a little stressed. Even my woman was like, yeah, you look stressed. You can get into a negative headspace, but you don't let it destroy you. These these detractors, these doubters, these naysayers, the wicked people who try to, to try to attack you, they're gonna try to bring you down and make you feel like you're crazy, but that's not, you know the truth. So this is my message to you, who you brothers and sisters who are pushing the truth, who are being righteous and truthful and warning and doing what you can, using every tactic, just keep doing it, keep going. The most high will be your protection, the most high will be your strength. Never give up. Don't let anybody tell you not to tell you to go against your gut instinct and tell you to go against your spirit. Don't let them. Keep being you. Be definitive. Be courageous. Say what needs to be said. Stop backing down. That's why we are at this point. That's why our youth are being destroyed. That's why our elderly are being destroyed. It's because no one is speaking up. Very low, minute amount of people are speaking up right now, honestly. And that's why... I have to agree with the brother Mag on the whole notion of it's time to start blaming these people because it is their fault that we're at this point. If you agree with any of the stuff, if you comply with any of it, you are in transgression and rebellion against the Most High, plain and simple. We all will be judged. Most High will recompense everything and the Most High has been watching all of our actions, especially this last year. Not just this last year, but our entire lives. But this last year has put everything under a microscope. Everybody's been exposed. Sides have been chosen. The line in the sand has been drawn. There's no fooling anyone anymore. So the amount of stuff that I learned and even what really stood out to me that day too, this is after I received the email. This is like a Sunday, a Sunday afternoon. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. That's one of my most therapeutic things I like to do. So I went down to the lake, the nearby lake. And it was like 
I think high 50s, low 60s, and it was sunny. So it was an incredible day to get some vitamin D and just relax, listen to a podcast, listen to music, just, you know, get my mind in tune. And that's why I listen to brothers like Edgar almost every day because literally every day I listen to Edgar, not almost. I listen to Edgar every day, whether it's YouTube videos, bit shoot videos, or his podcast. The brother has incredible work and it's brothers and sisters in this truth that help inspire and continue to motivate me, especially when you feel at a low point. But I snap out of it instantly when I can listen to the truth. And I was walking around the lake and I had walked a little bit further than I usually do. Usually my walks are anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes. And this time I walked further. And I was walking by and I had noticed a gentleman had a booth with, and he was sitting at the booth and he had a bunch of pamphlets at the booth. I was kind of curious as what he was what he was doing. And then he had a globe. And when I was walking by, there was already other people talking to him. And I noticed that he had talked about flat earth. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of interesting. And I walked by and what I said to him was, I was like, oh, the firmament, right? So that he could see that I knew what he was talking about. He looked at me and he nodded his head and he still was talking to the other people. So I didn't want to interrupt. So I continued walking, I think for another less than five minutes, I kept walking. Then I turned around and when I turned around, his booth was open. And so I walk up to his booth and we start talking. He's like, yeah, so... And we both kind of just knew. It was one of those looks where it's like, what's up, man? I see you. You see me. And I walk up to him. And I'm going to say this right before I get into the story. I'm not really, I'm not into the whole flat earth situation because to me, there's some more important things. Really right now, for me, it's getting information out there about this mark of the beast. Prioritizing the laws, the statutes, the commandments so that people can live. Those are more important than proving the, the shape of the earth. But... At the same time, when you look into that side of that you've been lied to about a globe, it leads you down a road that is necessary to start questioning things. So what he was doing is still important. And so I'd still even respect the brother because he even had information about COVID and he even agreed that he would never take the mark of the beast and all of these things. So we had a lot in common. And it's very difficult for me to even find like-minded people in my city, let alone masculine, like, you know, energy, you need to be able to like talk to your brothers sometimes and like come together, you know, you need that energy. So being able to connect with him and we started talking and it was interesting. I was, I was at the booth for like an hour easily just talking and we started talking about things and I'm like, yeah, he's like, what do you know about flat earth? I'm like, yeah, well, I may not know so much about it, but I know in Genesis, it talks about the firmament. It talks about the, you know, how the most high made the earth. I was like, I know it's definitely not a globe. It's not a round spinning globe going at hundreds of thousands of miles per hour where we're just standing here and we're not flying around. And I was like, I know NASA's fake, all of that stuff. I know space is fake. And he was like, he like smiled and he, he was like, yeah, man, like for sure. And I had noticed there's a couple girls like, so this, this booth was like right on the edge of a path. So like right before a path, like there's a nice path that you can walk on a bike path and then a walking path. The booth was on the far right side when I was walking towards him. And then on the left side, there was like areas where you could put up a hammock, you could barbecue, you could play volleyball. So it's like, there's two sides to the path. And so there's another path where I noticed like these girls were like, this guy is trying to say that, you know, the earth is flat, it's not round. And he's trying to say like, doesn't that mean that like, he's like, she's like, there's an outer space, there's other planets. Like you can just hear the indoctrination coming out of him. You can hear the cognitive dissonance. And like those people over there were like mocking him and making fun of him. 
And I walked over there and started talking to him. And before I started talking, that's what I noticed. And you could hear these people talking about him. But yet these people are not willing to listen. They're not willing to take in new information. These are the ones that just regurgitate. So as we're talking, people started coming to the booth. Within that hour span that I was hanging out at the booth, I saw multiple people. The first set of people that I saw was this Asian woman and this white guy. I don't know if they were married or whatever it was. They walked up and the guy's like, you know, I'm a little curious. My wife, like, doesn't really want me talking to you guys, but I'm curious. And that, that was right there. It was kind of laughable to me. Like, your wife doesn't want you doing something. Like, that's kind of weird, dude. What about your free will? Like, that's just kind of weird. And he's like, yeah, my wife doesn't really want me talking to you guys, but I'm a little curious. Like, what's going on here? He's like, he's like, you guys really believe in the flat earth and all this. And then the gentleman who owned the booth, I just let him talk. Like he, he was the expert on this. He had pamphlets. I let him talk. So he's talking and engaging with this guy. And this guy's asking me, he's like, what do you believe? I'm like, well, I definitely don't believe in the round spinning globe. And he's like, well, what are your thoughts on COVID? Da, 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 da. And we're like, yeah, it's, it's not real. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's literally not real. And, he, and he's like, well, what do you think they're doing? I'm like, well, definitely the vaccine is the actual poison. And the guy's like, and you could tell the wheels are turning in his head. And he's like, that's amazing. Like, I've never met anyone who thought this way. He's talking about me and the booth owner. And by this time, the booth owner had some friends that kind of circled over to an Indian guy and a white guy. They came over to hang out and they both were thinkers. They think for themselves. So we're all talking to this guy and his Asian wife who walked by. And he's just like, yeah, that's interesting you say that because, you know, I'm not going to take the vaccine, but I'm an atheist. My wife's a Catholic. And that right there, I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. He's like, I'm an atheist. He's like, I truly believe. He's like, I believe that, you know, people take this vaccine and it actually is a depopulation shot. Like, he's like, I wouldn't care. He's like, what's your thoughts on it? I was like, uh, well, I definitely would care because I believe in the most high. I believe in the creator of this universe, of this of this earth. I'm not going to even say universe. I believe in the creator of this earth. And I believe that we need to take care of nature and our youth and our elderly. So, yeah, I would care. People got depopped. I was just like, dude, dang. And he was just like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can d- agree to disagree. And we continued to talk. And then I just flat out asked them because he was just like, well, I just, I think that's a little extreme that they would possibly do that. You could tell that he could, he was agreeing with us, but he was trying to fight it. He's like, we seen as my wife as a lawyer, like, you know, a lot of what you're saying, she, she just couldn't agree with, like, she wasn't even talking. He was like talking for her on behalf of himself. It was just weird. It was just very odd. She was just standing there smiling. It was just odd. And he goes on to say, he goes on to say, I go on to ask him, I'm like, so what do you think, what are your thoughts on the Smith Month Modernization Act? I knew, I already knew he didn't know what that meant. And he goes, uh, I don't know. Can you enlighten me? I've, I'm not aware of what that is. I'm like, oh, well, I would definitely recommend looking it up. Well, it is a law in the United States where there is no, there's no punishment for propaganda. And I was like, propaganda through your television? through your newspaper, through your radio, through social media. There's no there's no punishment for it. I was like, therefore, it's legal. He's like, ah, oh, interesting. Like, really? I'm like, yeah, I would highly recommend looking into it. And this is what this guy says. He's looking at me. He's thinking. His wife looks at him. He's like, that's interesting. He's like, well, I think, this is literally how he responds. I think it's not so much about it being legal as it's so much about it being illegal. He's like, I think that it's not illegal, but it's not legal. And then me and the booth guy are kind of just looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're kind of just arguing apples to oranges and semantics here. You kind of just proved my point. Like, you can flip flop on what the words are, but so it being legal, wouldn't that mean that it's not illegal? And then it being illegal means that 
it's not le- like what are you talking about here like i said that to him and he literally was like yeah like he you could tell he felt stupid for saying that because i'm like dude what are you even getting at like you don't even you haven't even read the article or the law that i i recommended you to look into but now all of a sudden you have an opinion on it see that's like what that's that's the average person nowadays they gotta throw in an opinion they gotta have a a, a feeling about something it's always about your feelings he's like well i think or your your thoughts but what do you what do you know outside of what you feel what do you know how are you gonna have an opinion on something that you don't even look into that's just wild to me so as we continue on you know he eventually leaves with his wife he grabs like the guy's pamphlet and I'm there still talking to them. We're talking about everything. Like, I mean, we're talking about, man, what did we even get into? Lucifer race, we got into, we got into Bill Gates, Fauci, we got into the mask. And I told him how I never had worn the mask. And at this time, there's other people walking by. He actually even had a jogger walk by and mock him. I forgot what he had called him, basically insulting him. Like, it was crazy to see other people running by. Like, people were getting pissed by him speaking. And other people walking by and just kind of, kind of mocking him throwing a little shade like they they'd make a little stupid joke and then look at me and smile as if i was going to join in on it i'm like nah dude like i'm not like you i'm here talking to this dude and being serious even like these this black son and this black father stopped by just to listen but they didn't even have any input input i think they were just listening and i was we're using scripture i'm using isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 you know they woe to those who speak of evil as good and good as evil who turn make darkness into light and light into darkness to turn bitter into sweet and sweet into bitter. And he's like, yeah, man, like I completely agree with you. I'm like, it's very spiritual, everything that we're going through and we're just connecting. And eventually this older war vet comes over. He's native American. He comes over and his, his mask of course is like an army mask. I kid you not. Or no, it was an American, like it was like an American, like flag, like army mask. And then his hat was like the U S Navy with a bunch of pins on it. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And this guy just comes up abruptly. He's like, and then he's talking to the booth guy. And he's like, so what are you trying to push? Like, are you saying the earth is not round? Like literally just coming out like defensive, like trying to start something, trying to start an argument. And the guy starts, the guy, the booth guy starts asking him questions. Like, well, have you seen the end of the earth? Have you been able to travel everywhere? And the guy's like, no, like the old man's like, no, but I'm going to believe what they tell me. Like he literally admitted that he's going to believe what we, he was taught. And the guy, we start laughing because we're like, oh, of course you are. Like, you can't prove it. Like, then the booth owner's like, well, what can you prove? And I'm sitting there just listening, peeping game. I'm just trying to watch this guy's reaction. And the guy's like, well, like, I used to be a fighter pilot, all this. Like, when I flew around the earth, like, I could tell that I was going around the globe. And he's like, I could tell that there was a bottom. And the, and the booth guy starts laughing. He's like, there's no bottom. And he's like, there has to be. And he's like, sir, there doesn't have to be. Like, literally, why are, like, you, you can't even prove what you're saying and the old man like starts you know the conversation continues on and he's wearing his mask of course and then he starts getting into the covid conversation and my beliefs and all this stuff he asked me straight up whether whether what i believe i'm like no i don't believe in this virus and the booth guy gets up and he puts this poster on the booth and it says does jesus believe in a mask and you know the difference between me and the booth guy is he's still pushing the new the the new testament and all that and that's a different story i'm i at that point i was like whatever like at least he's talking about covid being fake and he's talking about he's getting people's attention to not take the mark of the beast so the native american i noticed the native american gentleman the elderly guy the vet 
I noticed that his wife was nearby and so were his like what appeared to be granddaughters. They're very young. And of course his his wife, what appears to be his wife, is in a walker. She's in an assisted walker. She's wearing a mask. And then his granddaughters are both masked up on rollerblades. And they're like the girls are like literally circling the booth. Like I could tell they were, they wanted to jump in and say something because the their granddad was talking to the booth guy for quite some time and that you could tell they wanted to jump in and say something. And so at one point after they saw the sign about does Jesus wear a mask, I hear one of these girls literally say, Jesus does wear a mask. <laughs> and literally the booth owner and I and the Indian guy and the white guy who sat down, we all look over and we're like, wow, Isla, where did you get that? Like no scripture, no, no example. She just says that. She said Jesus wears a mask. And that for me was just like golden because it just goes to show to me and proves to me all of these idol worshipers that say they believe in God, that say they know scripture, that say they know the prophecies, like they say their savior is going to come save them. Their own savior would wear a mask, a God that dies. So you're telling me, because they, they don't know what their story is. Some of them say, you know, Jesus is son of God. And through Jesus, like you, you need to be saved through the son, right? You know, you know how they are. And then some are so bold to say that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, is the Messiah. That's how one of my family members is. That's their train of thought. It just doesn't make sense. So what is it really? When your book says that the Most High, somehow a Virgin Mary was born, so the Most High had sex with a woman? The Most High is not even a man. So so what what is it, brothers and sisters? What What's your story? It doesn't even make sense. So if that's the case, if Jesus really was the Most High, how did the Most High die? So you're telling me the God died, was killed by man in his own creation, and still hasn't come back yet. And that you're pumping this ideology into your own daughters, your own flesh and blood to tell them that Jesus would wear a mask. What, like, what is going, like, it's sick. It's absolutely sick, man. The mindsets of people. It's, it's like, it's, that's when I know that these religions are a curse. That's when I know that it just destroys people, that the indoctrination of our educational systems, our religious systems, our war. This guy's a war vet. You know how deep into the, the game he is? You know how gone? For he, he was taught that his whole life existence was predicated upon going across the world and harming other people he didn't know. You, you see what I'm getting at? The propaganda is so deep. The idolatry is so deep that we've gotten to this point in history where little girls on... on rollerblades can claim that Jesus wears a mask and provide no scripture, nothing. They just say it because they were taught that. That's just how Christians and people in religion make them feel, make themselves feel better. You, you think God needs a mask, really, in his own creation? I'm not gonna, I shouldn't even say his, in the Most High's own creation, because the Most High is not a man. The Most High is, is not a, a woman or a man. I mean, when are we going to start using our brains to, to start thinking for ourselves? When are we going to start using common sense and discernment? Because this, this is getting out of hand. And this is why we're in the predicament that we're in. This is why people sacrifice their own grandchildren, their own wife. I guarantee the, the gentleman had already taken the mark of the beast and his wife did. I guarantee the little girls probably already took it or are going to take it. I guarantee they will take it. You know, that's, that's the sad reality of the situation that we're in. And that's why we need to hold people accountable. You need to start holding people accountable. It's not to say you don't empathize or sympathize with them or pity them. You have to. You have to show love. 
but there comes a point when somebody shows their fangs and shows how wicked they are and that they're against the most high that you got to cut them off you got to just stop interacting with them engaging with them you just got to move on to the next person who's willing to listen who's willing to learn and so those have been a lot of my experiences as of late. I've learned so much. I'm telling you, week to week, if I'm not putting an episode together and researching or reading Torah or reading other books or I'm, you know, going out and living life, man. And they, these are the experiences that I go through daily. And I thank the most high for every single situation, every single experience to put me on this path in life, honestly. other things that I've experienced and noticed I gotta throw I gotta mention this is what I've started to notice on social media with people who are taking the virtue signaling to greater heights heights that I never thought I would see where now people are jumping on social media platforms and posting their vaccination cards posting hey I'm just doing my part you know, I can finally see family. Or even going as far as saying, oh, this 5G is great. I've seen it so many occasions. What I found funny was back in November, early November, I had put a post up right before the election, the day before the election, about the importance of getting back to the laws, the statutes, the commandments. And I put a heartfelt message out there for the people say hey things are not going to get any better in 2021 because you kept hearing people saying oh i can't wait to this can we just cancel 2020 can't wait for 2021 i'm like you guys that's very naive to think that so i, I gave a link to a video that i put together about the narrow path of the righteous which my woman helped put together for me she video recorded it and i edited it put to put the music in there put my message in there put a link to the podcast i think at the, the time the podcast had 30 or less episodes I believe it was it was not as much as now and I already talked about the pandemic I already talked about vial vaccines I put it all out there you know and then some some idiot jumps on the page after I mentioned the most high and this is what I've noticed with Christians is that I know that most of them just hate God they hate the most high because it's like you can't even mention you can say God you can't even mention the most high without them having to throw their idol in. So I talked about the importance of getting back to the law, statutes, and commandments, and this idiot jumps in and says, well, you also need to have the gospel. And I'm just like, I didn't even respond to him because I already told people in the post I wasn't gonna argue, convert, convince, or debate, or persuade them. So when I saw his message, I'm like, okay, you're already done. I already know where you're coming at. Literally said that you need the gospel. It's like, all right. Why do you need to say that? Like I just said, I'm not going to argue, convert, convince, debate, or persuade you. If you have your mindset, keep your thoughts to yourself. This is how Christians are. And what I found interesting is that <laughs> I had gone online, because I'll sometimes check social media to see where people's mindsets are. I haven't logged into Instagram in months. I don't use Instagram. 
if I log in, it's to quickly check something. Like if I get a message or if I need to check up on, you know, I, I buy tonics online. So I need to check up on the, the owner of the website. That's about it. I don't go down these social medias. But when I signed into Facebook recently, I had noticed that same guy who told me to need the gospel had virtue signaled and put up a post while he's wearing the mask saying that he just got a second shot. I'm like, oh, there you go, because your God is all about sacrifice. It's all about blood. It's all about death and carnage and destruction. There you go. Jesus wants you to be vaccinated, right? Jesus wears a mask. There you go. So all the people virtue signaling, all the people who mock those who go do their own independent research saying, oh, the 5G feels great. The joke is truly on you. The joke is on you. And we're going to see who has the last laugh. I won't be laughing. I'm just saying. I'm using the phrase. We'll see who has the last laugh. It's about to get dark out here. Once these people realize what they did. Oh. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 through 20. I call heaven and earth today to bear witness against you. I have placed life and death before you, blessing and curse, and you shall choose life so that you will live, you and your offspring. Verse 20, to love the Most High, your God, to listen to his voice and to cleave to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and dwell upon the land that the Most High swore to your forefathers to give to them. So when, when, you, when you understand scripture, when you read scripture, when you, when you take it in, you realize that these lands were stolen from us that they were given into the hand of evildoers that's why you have bill gates that's why you have the who that's why you have fauci that's why you have a government it was meant to destroy you because we've been transgressing against the most high for so long how many times does most high talk against idol worship i mean what is the first and second commandment about belief in the most high and the most high only second commandment is the prohibition of idolatry what's idolatry looking to another man or object for your salvation. Looking up to them instead of the Most High. How is looking up to a man to save you in Jesus or any other thing such as Allah, Buddha, Muhammad, any different? See, that's the thing with these people, man. They, they're, they're, they're warped and oftentimes they're dangerous and they're wicked. Really are. And it, when I saw that photo of that Christian, that dude taking the vaccine, I'm like, well, there you go. You already a lost cause. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 28 but calamity awaits rebels and sinners together and those who forsake the most high will perish I mean that's that's what we're seeing right now people who don't want to admit that they might have made a mistake by taking the vaccine people who don't want to admit that their God is leading them to the slaughter people who don't want to even read their own scripture about the mark of the beast in their New Testament script this, that's, that's, that's what's happening to you. Y'all are scared of a virus, man. Imagine waking up every day and being scared of a germ, something that you can't even see. I couldn't even imagine being scared of something I haven't seen. I don't even think I was even scared of the boogeyman growing up. Imagine like the thing that you sell the kids, like three, four, or five-year-olds, like the boogeyman and how scared they get. And they, they never see the boogeyman, but they're scared. Like that's literally how we should view people who believe in this. It's, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely insane. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 22. Withdraw from man who has breath in his nostrils, for with what is he deemed worthy? I mean, that's that's 100% facts. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 15 through 16. Man will be, humili will be humbled, and people will be brought lower. The eyes of the haughty will be brought low. Verse 16. 
the Most High will be become exalted through judgment and the Holy God will be sanctified through justice. So, I mean, ultimately, what's going to happen is the Most High will punish the wicked through this continued new world order agenda. People are going to be led to the slaughter and the Most High is going to be exalted and everybody's going to see all along what was going on, all along what we've been warning them about. They will see and they will be humbled. We're not going to rub it in their face. We're not going to say, we told you so. We're just going to say, get right with the Most High. And that's going to be it. And they're going to respect you. They're going to have no choice but to respect you. Because you tried to warn them and you tried to save their life. Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whoever. We know the truth. We know what's about to happen. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Woe to those who speak of evil as good and good as evil, who make darkness into light and light into darkness. They make bitter into sweet and sweet into bitter. I mean, that's that's really what it is. That's everybody that you deal with that's telling you, pushing you. I mean, people don't think for a second, second and stop and think that it's kind of odd how hard they're trying to sell you a vaccine through celebrities, through your own president, through the own vice president. People really don't question that. Like, this is a little bit weird. Why are they doing this? You don't think about that? You don't look into what, the who these people are? I mean, that's, that's to me, it's just something else, man. It's a different level of, I, I don't, I know it has to tie with an idolatry. I do, I do know it's the judgments and prophecies. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 17 through 19. For their wickedness will burn within them like the fire. It will consume thorns and weeds and will kindle the branches of the forest. They will be overcome by the intensity of the smoke. Verse 18. By the wrath of the Most High, the land is charred. The people has become like fuel for a fire. They have no mercy on one another. One for another. Verse 19. He snatched from his right and remains hungry. He consumed on his left, but they are not sated. Everyone will eat the flesh of his own arm. Those are the days we're approaching when these these beasts, once this mark of the beast kicks in, they're going to all turn on each other. When they see that their society is done, that their world, that they knew it is done, they're all going to turn on each other. They're never going to turn on the elites, just like the brother Edgar says. They're only going to turn on each other. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 11. I will visit evil upon the earth and upon the wicked their iniquity, and I will end the pride of the wanton and bring low the haughtiness of the mighty. And that's what we're watching unfold right before our eyes right now. Evil all over the earth. This world is twisted, man. It's it's very, very twisted, man. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 7. I am the one who forms light and creates darkness, who makes peace and creates evil. I am the Most High, maker of all these. So we know that the Most High is in charge, not some Lucifer, not some Satan. That's why we don't subscribe to the New Testament as if the Most High is so weak that the Most High needs help from his son to come do the job, that the son's going to be the one to finish the job off for the creator, really? That the Most High just dropped the ball and, you know, he forgot to give our, our babies immunity against diseases, so we need vaccines from man, really? Oh, that the Most High has had a tug of war with some angelic creature that fell out of the heavens, apparently, and now owns the earth. Really? Like he's playing tug of war? Come on, people. You gotta start using common sense, man. It's, it's, 
it's getting to the point where I, I just, uh, I don't know, man. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 22. But there is no peace for the wicked, said the Most High. There's none. Do you think these people have peace in, in this world right now? When the whole world is shut down and all they get is fear every day. They get mass shootings. They get racial division. They get, they get new strains. They get mutations. They get vac- vaccine passports. They get unemployment hiking. They get mandatory vaccines. They get all of these things and a plethora of even more. You think they have peace? You think this is, this is prosperity? If you want to be prosperous in the system, then that's on you. I don't understand how you could enjoy that. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. For my people are stupid. They have not recognized me. They are foolish children and they are not discerning. They are wise at doing evil, but know not how to do good. That's where we're at. That's literally how people are these days. They'll argue with you day and night about giving them information, about showing them a different side to look at things, about trying to save them. They'll say you have an agenda. They say that, oh, I don't listen to that. That's from the internet. Oh, I trust science. Okay. Trust somebody that you've never met to lead you. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. a lot of sense right Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 13 you who dwell upon many waters who have many treasures your end has come the measure of your violence and that's why the wicked elites are so forthright show you everything I mean they gave you little Nas X right they gave you the Satan shoe right the one eye symbol the blood in the shoe you got other article you got other newspaper saying that they love Satanism, that they love the fact that he was twerking on the devil. They, they, they show you right there. Their end is near. They know it. So they're going to give you everything. They're coming out full force. They're coming after your children to inoculate your children. They're coming after the elderly. Coming after everyone. Ezekiel chapter 30 verse 20, 12. I will make the rivers dry and deliver the land into the hand of evil people. And I will make the land and all that fills it desolate by the hand of foreigners. I, the Most High, have spoken. And that's what I've, I use that script almost in every episode because it needs to be repeated. It needs to be shown. It needs to be out there so that people understand what we're dealing with. You understand your enemy. Enemies, plural. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 8 through 9. If I save a wicked person, wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak up to warn the wicked one concerning his way. He is wicked and will die for his iniquity, but I will demand his blood from your hand. Verse 9, but you, if you did warn the wicked one concerning his way to repent from it, but he did not repent from his way, he will die for his iniquity, and you have saved your soul. That's a duty of the righteous. It's a duty to share this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You can't be a library that's full but closed to the public. You're full of all this information and insight, but you're closed to the public. You got to share it. I've been guilty of that before. I've been guilty of holding things in, and I regret it. That's why I ask for daily mercy. I ask, I repent, and I know I do wrong. But now, 
I know my duty even more. I know my destiny even more. So I don't hold back on giving information regardless of people's emotions or feelings. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people has been eliminated for lack of knowledge. For you have spurned knowledge and I will spurn you from serving me. And as if you have forgotten the Torah of your God, I too will forget your children. die for lack of knowledge plain and simple Joel chapter 1 verse 15 woe for that day for the day of the most high is near and like sudden plunder it will come from the almighty I mean we are at the point where that's all we're going to see is wickedness until it gets cleaned up Joel chapter 3 verse 1 and it will happen after this that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your elders will dream prophetic dreams and your, your young men will see visions. The righteous are the ones who are speaking up. The righteous are the ones that are in tune and are connecting the dots. Why do you think so many people have been on point with what they've said? Why do you think so many of us have the wisdom, knowledge and understanding to call things ahead of time? Why do you think so many of us, why do you think the righteous have peace of mind? Amos chapter 5 verse 10. They despise the one who admonishes by the gate and the one who speaks purely they detest. They hate the righteous, brothers and sisters. You will be hated for this truth. Whether you like it or not, if you really are all in, like the Most High calls us to do, you will be hated by family, by friends, co-workers, anyone. People will try to attack you. People try to get you fired. People try to do anything to you. But don't let that deter you. Don't care about the name calling or the slander or the gossip. Let the Most High handle them. At the end of the day, you will have the last word. The Most High will have the last word, not them. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Praiseworthy is a man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked and stood not in the path of the sinful and sat not in the session of the scorners. Gotta separate yourself from these people. Seek the Most High. Psalm chapter 7, verse 10 through 13. Let the evil of the wicked destroy them, but you will sustain the righteous one. For the searcher of hearts and minds is the righteous God. Verse 11, my protection lies with the Most High, who saves the upright of heart. The Most High is a righteous judge, and the Most High is angered every day. Verse 13, if one does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and aimed it. So the time to change is now. The time to wake up has been passed, but it's now. We're literally in the 11th hour. Psalm chapter 11, verse 2, for behold... The wicked bend the bow, ready their arrow on the bowstring to shoot in the dark at the upright of heart. That's what they're doing. That's honestly their whole purpose. The most I put it on their spirit. Psalm chapter 40, verse 5. Praiseworthy is the man who has made the most high his trust. And turn not to the arrogant and to strayers after falsehood. So when you turn off the TV, when you stop listening to these idols on TV, these liars, these evildoers, these wicked, these Nephilim, all of them, and you make the most higher trust, you will be taken care of. Psalm chapter 92, verse 8. 
When the wicked bloom like grass and all doers of iniquity blossom, it is to destroy them till eternity. So, I mean, the Most High is giving people an opportunity to repent and come back to Him. Even when they see more and more wickedness multiply, you have an opportunity to repent, but the vast majority of them won't. So when they don't, and the time has passed, they will be destroyed. Psalm chapter 97, verse 7. Humiliated will be all who worship idols, who pride themselves in worthless gods. Bow to Him all your powers. So that mark of the beast, that trusting in science, that's your idol. And you will be humiliated for that decision. You'll be humiliated for talking against the righteous. Psalm chapter 98, verse 9. Before the Most High, for he will have arrived to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and people with fairness. And the Most High knows a lot of people may not have had access to this or they made mistakes and they're repent that's why i believe most there's people that will survive even after you take the mark of the beast that's that's just my personal opinion i i'm only in my third read of the torah so i i have a lot to learn other people are a lot stronger in this right now than i am but i believe at least in retrospect because a lot of people are going to take it right it's a worldwide thing most high is not a god of just destruction yeah, people will perish, and those are more than likely the idol worshippers, the ones who've done really wicked things, because the Most High is the one who can survey our heart, our hearts, right? So ultimately, I do believe a lot of people will have mercy, especially when the Most High listens to the prayers of the righteous. So we'll see what happens in the weeks, the days, weeks, months, and years ahead. We'll see. chapter 144 verse 15 praiseworthy is the people for whom this is so praiseworthy is the people whose god is the most high not any other gods not christ not allah not buddha not muhammad you see how he mentions the most high but they always got to warp it and say well, well the most high the god is jesus that's what they, that's the only thing they can do they can only cling at straws that's all they can do Psalm chapter 146, verse 3. Do not rely on nobles nor on a human being, for he holds no salvation. So keep believing in this mark of the beast, brothers and sisters. Keep believing that this is going to save you. Proverbs chapter 25. Verse 26, like a muddied spring in a ruined fountain, so is a righteous one who bows before an e the evildoer. So what is it? Are you going to be scared and take the, the mark of the beast because they tell you at work you have to do it, or they tell you you can't travel, or they tell you this and that, they take this away from you? I mean, it's really up to you. Are you going to bow? What is your life worth to you? What is your salvation worth to you? Proverbs chapter 27, verse 5. Open rebuke is good if it stems from hidden love. And that's really what we do with family, with friends, those that we love, we warn them. 
we rebuke what they say if it's wicked. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 4 through 5. Those who forsake the Torah praise the wicked, but the keepers of Torah contend with them. Verse 5. Men of evil will not discern the inevitable judgment, but those who seek the Most High will understand all. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 12. If a ruler hearkens to falsehood, all his servants are wicked. Plain and simple. You support vaccinations, you support muzzles, you support lockdowns, you're wicked. That's just the truth. That's what the Most High is telling you. Don't get mad at me. Either your, your issue is with the Most High or it's with yourself. Or both. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. A man's pride will bring him low, but a lowly spirit will support his honor. So those who are prideful, who like to argue with you when you're trying to share with them the truth, claim you have an agenda, they're going to be brought low, very, very low. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25, fear of man will add a snare, but one who trusts in the Most High will be encouraged. Yeah, it is a snare for these people to be out here running around scared for their lives every day. That's a snare. That's a curse. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 18 for with much wisdom comes much grief and grief and he who increases knowledge increases pain Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 16 through 17 furthermore I have observed beneath the sun in the place of justice there is wickedness and in the place of righteousness there is wickedness verse 17 I mused the Most High will judge the righteous and the wicked for the, there is a time for everything and for every deed there. Like I had mentioned, the righteous and the wicked will be judged and it's not just based off of the last year of the coronavirus and who took the mark of the beast or who didn't. It's your life. I have my own judgments. You have your own judgments. We all do. But it's up to you to decide which side. Which You choose your side through your own free will. Are you going to be part of the herd mentality or are you going to be righteous and be amongst the remnant? Are you going to put nanotech and bioluminescence, DNA, genetic altering substances in your body? Or are you going to just remain a human being that the Most High made you to be? The choice is up to you whether you take that mark of the beast or whether you fight the system and prepare so that you can endure it to the end. Whether you put your trust in the Most High or not is up to you. I wish you all the best. A warning to the wicked. May the Most High bring calamities, strife, and iniquities upon you. To those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. To those who hate the Most High and his righteous men and women, along with his creation. To those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous men and women. To those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit the earth, for the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do his righteous work, therefore I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. 
peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the most high and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the most high may the most high continue to bless you protect you guide you and provide you with wisdom knowledge and understanding may your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage all praises to the most high and the most high only Shalom.